Satisfaction with all those hot, hot wrestling reactions. What up? <laughs> Man, what a week we are here. I'm still in New York. Let's just introduce my guest right away before we get into the logistics. Sitting across from me, my best friend, the king of the custom intro, the biggest heel in the fucking world. Here he is. You know him. Sierra Hotel. Echo. Bravo. India. Romeo. Oscar. Shapiro. Jason Shapiro, what is up? What's going on, brother? Yeah, man. It's great to be back here in the same room that I recorded two weeks ago in. in I'm glad you're still in New York. I know. I booked a ticket to stay in New York uh, for a week. Then I extended it a week. Then I extended it a week. And And every uh, week you keep going, yo, can you do the podcast on Wednesday? (laughs) I'm not sure if I'm going to have a guest. Can you do the podcast? I go, yeah, I'll be there, baby. Absolutely. I'm in comedy. I like wrestling. I could do this. Look, everyone. I mean, I don't, we, we got a lot to cover here on this episode, so uh, for uh, we might have a bunch of new listeners to this podcast this sure. week. This is a huge week for you. Yeah, so for the for the people who listen to this podcast who don't know what I'm talking about, um, I, I posted a clip of my stand-up comedy about professional wrestling. Uh, I posted it um, during game three, I believe, of the NBA Finals. Can't be sure about the game because... Like the clip shows, I don't give two fucks about sports at all. I don't care. Um, and um, it was just a bit about how uh, I don't like sports. Anyway, it's um, and uh, it seemed to have blown up on the well, internet. I think it's specifically not just that you don't like sports; it's that wrestling is better than sports. Yes, and here's why. Yeah, and it's and 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 uh, and it it's gotten like by my count, it has like uh, my original post has like four hundred twenty thousand listens. And I just posted it just on my regular Dan Black the Guy Facebook uh, page, uh, and um, then it's been stolen a bunch. Like there's, I seen clips of it. People are sending me versions of it that have like a hundred thousand listens. Don't even have my name in it. Sucks. Um, pirates. Uh, yeah, pi- the pirates out there. Um, and um, so yeah, probably has about a million views, which is uh, pretty awesome. I'm the content creator now. Yeah, so anyway, we'll talk about the clip in a second, but I, the reason I'm going to say is that we probably have some new listeners to the show who saw the clip and are professional wrestling fans, and I say, welcome, Jabroni, you are new Jabroniacs here in the nation of cow, comedians of wrestling, baby. Welcome. Fashion! And um, <laughs> what I want to say is that, let's, let's introduce you to the show, welcome. So normally I record this show in Los Angeles, people at studio, normally we got Alex Newman in here who will do some characters and stuff, and some fun stuff, and... Um, and we also, uh, and also we have Zig, the producer, in here, and Noah, our social media guy, and I record from there. And uh, but I'm in New York right now, and so uh, yeah, hey, that's it. Uh, so things about the show, 
you could cash in and get your opinion on this show. Wait, you mean any listener could just be a part of the show whenever they want? Oh my God, Jason Shabiro, absolutely right. You just leave us a voicemail at 316 530-2429-316. 530-2429. Blow my mind. Gabo Wee. Leave us that voicemail. We got a bunch that today. We'll play your voicemail on the show if it's good enough uh, to be on the show. Also, we got a Patreon. If you want to support this show, right, um, you could just, you know, you get we give you bonus episodes. You go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling right now for Patreons. Patrons never get that right. We got a bonus episode with head writer of Impractical Jokers, Casey Jost. Jason Shapiro was in studio right now. Is also on that episode. What? I'm already, I'm on that one too? Yeah. And Casey Jost talking about going to WrestleMania with the Impractical Jokers. Impractical, ooh, when you're being from Long Island, hard to say stuff. It is never practical to say impractical jokers. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. What's this dude? So, yeah, uh, talking about going to WrestleMania 34 with the jokers and how the wrestlers marked out super hard for the impractical jokers. They're just like us, man, those wrestlers. They're watching TV just like us. I mean, wrestlers are the most accessible celebrity. They don't realize how popular they are. Yeah. Because they, I think they don't They don't think they're like Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt, but they might have as many fans as those guys. But they still feel reachable. Like, Absolutely. You could, you could go up in the airport. They don't have security with them. No. Probably because they could fucking I, uh, pile drive anybody <laughs> who comes near them, but... I was going through security with Bray Wyatt, who just dresses like Bray Wyatt when he goes through security. Oh, he wears a leather butcher smock? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not the smock, but he does, you know when he would wrestle just in that t-shirt, like a cut-off t-shirt and yeah. just like pants? Yeah. Did he have fedora hey. on? He did not have the fedora on, was, but he had sunglasses on, which I guess he doesn't rock. He just looked like Bray Wyatt. He looked, well, uh, he's a very distinct-looking guy. Yeah. I think he just always looks like a fat guy with dreadlo- with white man dreadlocks. Let me ask you this. The funny thing is when he goes to the TSA thing, like they tell him to put his arms up, but he put his arms out first nice. just as a natural progression, and I was like, I thought he was like, TSA, we're here. <laughs> I'm going to get searched by you, man. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say, was it Bray circa Mania 30 in a Hawaiian shirt? No. Okay. Good. Not Jimmy Buffett Bray. Tommy uh, Bahama Bray. No, it's a, it's a d- deletion Bray. Mm. <laughs> this was at 34. Smocked um, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, also speaking of Patreon, we have a bonus episode that we're going to release for our, all of our new listeners just to give you a taste of Patreon because we were generous. On Monday, Thomas Middleditch what, in for- studio for free on the main feed just to show you what we're doing behind that paywall, baby. Super famous actor Thomas Middleditch yeah, from, man. From, from HBO Silicon Valley? The Silicon Valley Smasher. Oh, man. Danny Verizon himself. Oof, got all that Verizon money. Okay. Did, he, did he give you any of that Verizon money? No, but he did give me Magic the Gathering cards for free. Worth nice, the guy, well, nice guy. Nice guy. So you like pro wrestling and you also like Magic the Gathering? <laughs> I'm a huge nerd. Can I just say, you're a, you're a cool guy, Dan Black. Yeah, I know. Um, thank you, thank you. Shame. But I, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's going to come out. Now, quickly, I owe the patrons a shout out on the show. Let's get, before we get into all that hot hot wrestling action, mm. let's give give some shout outs to some patrons. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. All right, let's give these shout outs to these patrons. All right, shout out to Joseph Kibler. Thanks for being a patron. Thanks for Jordan Eskenazi. Thanks for your support. Taylor McGray. Oh, I said that wrong, but Taylor, thank you so much for all your logos. She's making all these awesome cow logos that she's posting the Facebook page. They're dope. This one is a ECW one. It's oh, like, nice. but it says C-O-W. Very cool. Very cool. Very tool. Uh, very cool. Very tool. Michael Olette. 
All right, baby. You should you should learn. These how aren't to, even that hard. I know you should learn how to pronounce all these guys' names. Like as a gift to them for supporting your show, you should call them up and say, "Hey, how do I pronounce your name P- correctly?" They don't. That's not part of Patreon. Zachary Gerard. Thanks for having an easy name for me. Thank you. Makes me look smart. All right. Uh, oh, hey, baby, Brandon Ward. Thanks for being a patron. Elizabeth Muller, yeah. See you, fourth wall. All right, she got a different sound drop. And uh, Corey Brown. Yeah, baby, John Silva. Nice. Yeah, Thomas McGee. Yeah, in the place to be. And I think I've pledged Jacob Levitt. Dan Forey and Philip H. Yeah, all right. I think some of you got a double shout-out, so nice. that's okay. So yeah, I just want to say, for all the new listeners to the podcast, the first 20 minutes is we just read the patrons, and then uh, talk this, about Magic the Gathering. Yeah, this is a memorial for patrons. <laughs> oh, all these people died. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically what happened is they gave their last $5, it was in their will, goes to the COW <laughs> show. Absolutely. Now, okay, here's the last thing we're going to cover that's I would cover under admin, okay? Right. Is, um, we're just doing some business right now. Right, right. And this is just because um, we have an influx of listeners, so we got we to gotta get them up to speed. Right. We want these jabroniacs ready for money in the bank. Oh, my God, we got to get them ready. So we have the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page, right? Talk about wrestling at four in the morning, right? And it literally doubled in size overnight because of my stand-up clip, okay? That's great. That's Which awesome. Which is exciting. I'm excited to talk shit about all these people on Facebook. I'm like the heel of the Facebook group. Absolutely. Uh, and um, we, we love you for it. Um, shit. But I would say that... Um, okay, so we have double the listeners, which is awesome, because we're trying to grow. The whole podcast, we want to grow. The one thing I would like to say is that everyone, our Facebook group, it's not just a place to just heal off recklessly, okay? This is a place we're trying to have a nice, uh, a nice community of listeners of the podcast and professional wrestling fans to get your opinions out there. Have fun, heated, respectful debates about the product at four in the morning sometimes, and um, no, we're not going to tolerate any like racism, any kind of hatred, sexism. Let it, let it go. Okay, that's not what not what we're doing in the group. So we've already had to report a couple people, which is kind of annoying. Wow. Did you did you boot people out of the group? Well, people are reporting, and I, but actually, it's been it's been pretty. We have some really mostly been very positive. I mean, it's a great group of people. I have so much fun in there. I mean, I say I'm healing off in there, but it's actually just like a good place to talk wrestling. Yeah, share clips, share uh, memories. It's awesome. We got a cash in for one of our listeners about the Facebook group. That's great. Is it Nick Tulo? Many of you already know who I am, but for the benefit of the studio audience and for the hundreds and thousands of jabroniacs listening at home, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Jerk Mills, and now it's been a minute since I've cashed in, but I'm on my way to the gym to put a hurtin' on some chest buys and tries, (laughs) and this pre-workout has me all kinds of fired up. See, a lot has changed since I last cashed in. And no, I'm not talking about Dan's garbage opinions and trash takes. I'm talking about the Facebook page where you can talk about wrestling at midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., even 4 in the the fucking morning. And since Donnie's social media went viral last week, we've got not 100, not 200, not 300, not 400, but at least 500 new members. And it's only 10 o'clock on Tuesday, so it's bound to grow some more. And hey... If you're one of those new members, that's great, but you listen up and you listen good. If you're a troll, fuck you. This is a troll. If you're here to push your own garbage podcast, fuck you. If you're some 4chan Chris Benoit joke-posting piece of fucking swamp trash, get the fuck out. 
Me and the COW Originals, people like Tulo, Dick Show, Wetzel's Pretzels, The Queen Bee, Erinfinity, and even the goddamn Huff Nation have worked too long and too hard to make the Facebook community a welcoming, swamp-free spot for dumb wrestling marks. So if you think you want to be a part of that, you best come correct or you best not come at all. Have a nice day, you fucks. Wow. wow. Let me say that, that is, as a man who prides himself on being able to cut a good promo, this was a really good promo. Nice job, Jack Mills, longtime listener, jabroniac, and a patron. I'm impressed, man. That was a awesome. A patron saint. So <laughs> we should start calling him the patron, patron saint. Patron saint. Okay, I love that. Um, That's yeah, great. no, I mean, I think so. I don't want to get too into the viral clip. If you haven't checked it out, um, you can check it out on my Facebook page or on our uh, Dan Black, or you can check it out on our Twitter at COW Podcast or my Twitter at D Black Attack. It's all on there if you want to check it out and you want to uh, send it to some friends who to prove to them why they shouldn't be watching sports and they should be watching professional wrestling. Um, Quick thing I just want to say about that clip is uh, I want to thank Anosh McAdams, our social media guy, for helping me cut that. I kind of last minute was like, let's post this. He took it. He transcribed it, put the the captions in there, added the cow watermark on there. I'll I'll know for next time to put my actual name on my clip. Watermark your your handles, baby. Uh, But I just want to thank him for that. And I also want to say that is exactly how I feel. (laughs) That Yes, it's a joke. But it, like all great jokes, come from a place of truth. <laughs> Professional wrestling is better than sports. Sports are boring. Professional wrestling is the best. The cash-in moment of Rollins was literally, I was standing with Shebs at the time at WrestleMania 31. It was one of the most exhilarating moments of my life. A guy joining <laughs> a main event of an arena of 100,000 people. He wasn't in it. He cashed in. We didn't even know the rule. He, what happens he, when you cash in mid-match? He lost a match earlier in the night. Yeah. He had lost his match, came back in a different match, and won the most coveted prize in the game, the WWE Championship. Right. So I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I just want to say that, like, this comes from a place of how I really <laughs> feel, and that's where I write, baby. I think it was a magical moment for wrestling. It was a magical moment in our lives and a magical moment for our friendship. Absolutely. Now let's get into some professional wrestling. What do you think? I'm ready. Okay, so uh, lots to cover here. First thing we got to cover is, hey Sophie, I want. Did you see any of these clips of Finn Balor putting uh, baby oil on his abs? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys know. I'm in New York, and uh, so we have Sophie, the masturbating engineer. She saw a picture hey, of hey. Finn Balor three weeks ago, and just has been spitting. <laughs> she hasn't stopped masturbating since, and she's in a separate room here, so we never know what she's up to. And sometimes she's suspiciously quiet mm-hmm. on the mic. We'll hear her for long stretches of time. It can't be. Because we're talking about pro wrestling and she's not interested. That's not what it is. It's cause she's oh, no, playing no. with herself. So Sophie, have you seen Finn Balor? Um, yeah, I've caught wind of some of these, and uh, all I gotta say is Finn. Hi, nice to meet you. Absolutely. Um, hello. <laughs> yeah, check out. Uh, I had said there was. We did another episode where I said that like I would love just uh, uh, like some kind of video package WWE to cut of like Finn's abs, like. <laughs> Water rolling over oh, rocks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Beautiful. said to. Oh, we were talking yeah. about me doing like a, a professional wrestling headspace. Yeah. And just talking about like, all right, the, ru- the water <laughs> runs down Finn, Finn Balor's abs. <laughs> um, I would and, like to hear him talking about his ab routine with his beautiful, lilting Irish voice. I can't he's do the accent. He's Irish? Get yeah, out. No, he's, you didn't know that? Oh, you I didn't think know I that? did. Uh-oh. I don't. fourth wall. Now you know. Whoa. Does that make him more attractive or less attractive? I think more. I think so too. 
Yeah, so anyway, check Sophie while you're in there. We'd like you to just Google, look for uh, Finn Balor uh, baby oil and check out the, the Facebook page. I had people post whatever hot Finn stuff they could for you on their, uh, you know, the Facebook page. Talking about for wrestling four in the morning under his eye. Also, but, uh, one thing that Sophie, we might want you to note also, and this might break your heart, but there's a at least a 25% chance that Finn Balor is uh, part of the Don't LGBT community. He might not be oh. interested in you. Well, in that case, I support him. And no. if, if he just needs someone to just kind of come over and hang out and then maybe like rub baby oil yeah, on a his body, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah platonically. Kelly. Okay, so we know that he's into ladies. Anyway, okay, let's get let's talk about, uh, let's start at the CM Punk fight. Okay. okay. I like to talk about CM Punk because I, um, it's, it. He's we're, awesome. And we're at, I think the reason that CM Punk deserves our focus up top here on a go home Money in the Bank weekend is because he's CM motherfucking Punk. Well, it's because he's CM Punk, but oh, I think we're at, I think we're at like a pivotal point for him, right? Like this is like critical mass. Like, can, like what? Uh, he's gotta come back soon, right? Or he's gotta make some kind of move here. So he had two UFC fights. I don't know if you saw the fight on Saturday. He, I was watching it live. Um, he, he, it was bad. He got he got brutalized by, I mean, by he, a guy named Michael Jackson. This guy, well, that was his name, right? His name was Mike Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fucking the, moonwalked all over him. This guy. Um, he, uh, the, the the guy he was fighting was clearly a very bad fighter. Yeah, his both of their records were 0 and 1. Right. No, the only reason this guy got to fight in the UFC is because they needed someone bad enough. With Punk might win. Right, that he could potentially get a win in the UFC against. Yeah. It's hard to find fighters who are worse than these guys. This guy not finishing Punk. Like, like I've watched that, a lot right. of UFC. Uh, he, 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 it was like, man, you can't finish this fight. You do not belong in UFC. This guy probably winning... I doubt, even on a win, I doubt he gets another fight in UFC. He, he won he may, so poorly. There's so many events and so many small cards. Right. And so many, he could be on the undercard of like a fight night. You know? right. like, he could fight again, but he's not. Unless he really steps it up, he's not long for this world at the UFC. Right. So here's my question. is like, So CM Punk's in there. How do you feel about CM Punk UFC fighting and losing twice? What, is, what does that do for you, thinking about him coming back to pro wrestling? Factor in Ronda Rousey, where she, she, she lost twice, came in, came back, uh, but didn't have any wrestling pedigree where are you at with this well i mean i think you're putting a lot for me to respond to but i yeah. think someone in the facebook group said that cm punk is sort of like for the, the morning the the ufc equivalent of what ronda rousey is doing in to wrestling like she came from a different world and popped in and got put to the head of the line like cm punk gets to fight in the ufc there's hundreds maybe thousands of fighters who don't even get that shot who are right. so much more deserving Personally, as a huge fan of the UFC, it's not like I'm just like a wrestling mark. I'm right. also, as you know, Dan, a mega UFC yeah. mark. Uh, I work at SiriusXM Radio. I've been, I've covered MMA for SiriusXM before. I've gone to events. I've been on the air. So technically, I am an MMA expert. Uh, and as an expert, I'm saying I have no problem with CM Punk fighting in the UFC and getting that shot. Even if he gets a third fight, I have no problem with it. He's terrible in there. I just hope he doesn't get hurt. But... It's a big draw. It's a money. The company, the UFC is a company. They need to make money. I think th they're, that stunt of letting CM Punk fight just to make money is way less offensive to me than the WWE stunt of going to Jeddah. Uh, that stunt of doing the greatest Royal Rumble. Right. That was offensive to me of taking the dirty Saudi money. But, like, companies need to make money. So I got no beef with CM Punk I, I getting no that beef. shot. I had no beef with them fighting. I'm, I'm only, you know, as, as it's very well documented, 
I don't care about real sports. Sure. I'm saying, obviously, my priority is how do we get CM Punk back, back into wrestling? <laughs> back. And will he come in in a way that feels like he should, like, satisfying? My thing is this. is like, I think those are all good points. I'm going to pivot to this point. Pivot. Uh, 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 no one ever announces when they pivot. That, See, I like, you it gotta derails break. the pivot. <laughs> no, you're breaking the, It's a seamless pivot. That's why you got to be like, seamless pivot? <laughs> Imagine if, uh, yeah, if You need uh, that sound drop. If uh, seamless pivot? Yeah. Seamless pivot? If, uh, uh, well, well, all right, take that there. Should I have to do one so we can isolate it? <clears throat> Check one, two. Seamless pivot. Oh, there we go. Sound drop. That's you see. That's a little uh, making the bread uh, behind the scenes. So I think uh, <laughs> I think that <laughs> I mean that derailed so me entirely. So derailed. I love it. it. Derailed me entirely. You're saying you just want CM Punk back in wrestling the right way. Well, I'm saying that my thought is that CM Punk left in not a cool way, right? So it's he just like one day was gone. I mean, it's cool, but it's like there's not it's not he, he he's due for a final chapter. He didn't get like a big farewell like Ric Flair or something like that. Yeah, or like yeah, I mean, or Shawn Michaels, you right? right? Or like it's like he's so due for like that second run. Right. And it and it's going to and 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 he's potentially a guy who could do a second run that is like so epic. Absolutely. So it's like... I mean, think about what Jericho does. Every time Jericho comes back, it's yeah. incredible. And CM Punk, I think, is... I'll say, like, he has just as much talent as Chris Jericho does. Like, if, if, if Jericho can do it, CM Punk can do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Those guys are on the same level, yeah, in my huge. opinion. They're megastars. Yeah. Um, and it's not like what we want from CM Punk. He's in this unique spot where what we want from him is... Not we don't need like a real hard work rate. Like right. we we want him. We want to see him hold the microphone. Yeah, we want to see him heal off on McMahon. We want to see oh, him man. lead the stable of Owens. Like yeah. of, of all the of Zane. Like all the indie guys who like sure. clearly probably hate what WWE is doing, but just sure. take the paycheck. Well, all the guys that CM Punk paved the way for all those guys right. too. He's like the godfather of that whole movement. I would he could come in cut a uh, just think about this. I'm just spitballing. He could come in cut a promo on Strowman. Like and just be like, you suck, right, and it would right. ruin Strowman. It would. Like, he can would. ruin he has, guys. He has on the, the power microphone. to do that. He has the power to do that. But WWE would never want him to do that. Strowman's like their big cash cow right now. Right. He's such Vince's like baby boy. Like he's such a good project for them. So I don't want to see him do that. But he definitely could. I respect that point. Right. I think CM Punk could come back and be a GM. He'd be an amazing GM. Sure. Know, isn't that too corny for him? Well, he's not going to do it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said like he left and it wasn't a big deal. CM Punk doesn't want a big deal e- exit. He just wants to go. Like he does. The thing about CM Punk is he doesn't care and he doesn't need it. He's got all the money he needs. He's got all the fame he needs, so he could do whatever project he wants. If he wants to write a comic book, they let him write a comic book. He wants to fight in the UFC, they let him write in the well, UFC. Well, they canceled his comic book. He was yeah, writing the Jax Destroyer but he, book. But he did it. I mean, I I would love if someone canceled the comic book I wrote. I, I, didn't, I never had that shot yet. You I know? know. Well, I'm saying, no, that is, I, I, one thing I admire about Punk, and this is uh, where me and Sh- Arlen were kind of butting heads or whatever. Uh, or, me, you know, I don't know, whatever. That's nuanced. But... Is like I I admire his willingness to fail publicly. Like that is ballsy. That's ballsy. Mm-hmm. He's like I'm gonna go into the octagon, give it my all. Like the odds are so stacked against him. He's sure. like I'm gonna believe in myself. He's truly he's living like uh like he's in like space camp. Yeah. He's living a life of space 100%. camp. Hundred percent. Right? It's like I, <laughs> his wildest dreams are coming true. Whatever he wants to do, he goes for it. And yeah, that, that's awesome. It's awesome. He's like, I earned it. I earned the right to, like, I'm going to go UFC fight, and who knows what he's going to do next. Who knows? It's probably not wrestle. I mean, that's for sure. He's going to be a top chef next. He could easily be. punk top chef. Oh, punk chef. Punk chef. He gives you a mystery ingredient, and it's not drugs and alcohol. Although, it, it, 
uh, <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. It's you got shallots and nothing else. Uh, but the thing with punk is that he, if you put on like a chef's outfit, it would just look normal. Chefs are now like <laughs> the most tatted up profession. It used to be bikers and security guards and bouncers. Now the most tatted profession in America is chef. Yeah, that's a fun fact. There we can look that. Sophie, you want to confirm that for us? The most tatted uh, profession is chefs uh, have tats. <laughs> chefs. Hey, just to speak of chefs and MMA crossover, because you used to be married to one. Uh, R.I.P. to Anthony Bourdain. He touched a lot of people. That was a recent passing, and we were talking about chefs, and yeah. I just want to give him a shout-out on this podcast that's yeah. not about Anthony so, Bourdain at all. Someone wrote a, a post on my clip, the stand-up clip, came out the day Anthony Bourdain died. Way to overshadow the oh, big no. story, Dan. Which I was like, you know, man, like, I don't know, I have no comment there. <laughs> I don't want to say anything funny there. I, I really like Anthony Bourdain. I watched a sure. lot of his stuff. It's a cool guy. Um, he, uh, But someone was just like, this feels like a joke Anthony Bourdain would have liked. R.I.P. Oh, and Tony, and it was, I got to tell you, I don't think Anthony Bourdain would have liked that joke. That's what I thought. My thought was like, my thought was like, what, what would, he, would he like a no, pro I wrestling? No, I think he, I think he would. You like it because it's like cynical or it's like strong opinion? Both. <laughs> but people are so comfortable saying shit like that. People are throwing his name out anywhere it fits right now. They just want to talk about Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. The other. Th- well, yeah, you go. I'm just saying that is such a funny leap. Like, where else in the world on a podcast are people talking about jokes Anthony Bourdain would have liked? I don't know. What a far cry from like it anything. It felt relevant. sincere too. It wasn't like it wasn't. It felt like someone was like, yeah, like I feel like you would have liked this. Like, I don't know. I mean, you can't tell because there's no con- You know, there's no. Uh, Did he content. like wrestling? I don't think so. Don't someone think just so. was just conflating two things that happened that day. Yeah, I don't know. But I would say that uh, I would like to think that would be cool because I like Andy Bourdain a lot. I like to think Kate Spade would like my job. Yeah, sure. I, I like those. I like they're both. I mean, oh, no. yeah. Shannon Hoon, lead singer of Blind Melon. I hope he would have liked <laughs> it too. Absolutely. Uh, you know what this also yeah, reminds me? I would. I would if, you think Kurt Cobain would like my joke? I think Kurt Cobain would have loved it. Is this jokes. insensitive? It's very insensitive. Okay. The, the yeah. Kurt Cobain thing particularly is still too fresh of a wound <laughs> yeah. for me as a big Nirvana fan. I, you know what this is reminding me of also? Yeah. The Anthony Bourdain. Is this an edit, Sophie? Was that Edit. Nah, we're good. Okay. Nah, we're good. This okay. is the Anthony Bourdain would have liked my stand-up clip. It yeah. uh, reminds me so much of when Justin Bieber went to Anne Frank's house in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote in the guest book, Anne Frank seems no. cool. I think she would have been a believer. Oh, oh my god. And it's like, what are you fucking serious? I mean, imagine if I was the kind of guy who posted it and wrote like, hey, I'm glad this joke did well today. Like, I think Anthony Bourdain would have liked it. <laughs> really means a lot on a day like this when the world needs comedy that, that he would have liked. I mean, it would be cool. That's a pro wrestling move. But uh, Or what if other people started watching? It's like, oh, did you see the clip that Bourdain would have liked? Yeah. The big Bourdain joke this week? Is that a wrestling stand-up? Like, um, yeah. Here's the other thing I want to say about my clip. Yeah. Uh, and and, and not, it's not, this, is, this is an interesting thing. It was a, a very... Um, it was a very. It was. It shined a light on like sexism to me in a way that was very interesting. Like, I got no comments. Like, almost no negative comments. Right. Nothing about my appearance. Right. Right. Nothing. Right. 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 Nothing. No one wrote like, oh, he's a fucking fat slob. Right. I, no one wrote like, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, no one wrote anything. Like, you know what I mean? And look, you know, a lot of women were thinking it. They were all thinking I wouldn't. <laughs> well, I was. I mean, I, I. I was hoping to become a sex symbol after right. my viral video about wrestling. But uh, Tony Bourdain would have loved it. <laughs> Tony Bourdain. But my. Um, but like, my wife will do like any like sure. any stand up clip sure. and half. Half of the comments, uh, yeah, fifty percent, are being like 
pretty funny for a chick I'd want to fuck her. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like nice cans, babe. I don't know. I'm just saying. And then she gets DMs of people being like, I really like your stand up. What bra size are you? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It just, I'm just saying. The world sucks, very, man. Very interesting. It's a very different world for men and women. I like to say that I won the lottery three times by being born. The first for being white, the second for being a man, and the third for being an American. I'm a triple lottery winner already. <laughs> a white man yeah. in America. I mean, we yeah. don't have to face fucking so much shit that people are putting up with. Yeah. It's a definition of privilege sitting there wearing your. Uh, I'm wearing, in your 30s wearing a professional wrestling t shirt and a professional <laughs> wrestling chalk line jacket. I went to walking work. around as a respected human being. I, I went to work today at my corporate job wearing a Randy Orton RKO <laughs> Legend Killer shirt and a Zuba's sleeved Razor Ramon chalk line jacket. You better believe I'm dripping in privilege. All right, we got to move on. Ready? All right. Okay, so. Um, um, all right, so CM Punk, we were talking about him. Yes. He, okay, his title reign was now surpassed by Mr. Brock Lesnar. Now, holding the universal title, different belt, mind you. Right. But this was a big stink on the internet, saying that now Lesnar has the longest title reign of any heavyweight. Fits for me, man. I got. Why shouldn't he? I, whoever doesn't like Lesnar, they're being too IWC market. They're being too fan. They don't get what wrestling's about. It's about entertainment. It's about making money. It's about spectacle. And let me be honest with you. Brock Lesnar would kick the shit out of any of these people in real life. <laughs> well, we know for a fact he could beat up CM Punk. He could do that Carmella math, right, of, like, sure, just being like, okay, so... Charlotte beat Oscar and I beat Charlotte right, twice. Right. So I'm twice as good as Oscar. Love that math, by the great way. Math, I love math. Mella <laughs> is math. Mella is math. Oh, we gotta print that shirt up. Fashion. But um, so um, I love the I love how like all right, see, uh, Brock Lesnar wins real UFC fights sure. at a heavyweight, so he can beat the shit out of Punk. Now, doesn't matter at all. It's just interesting. It doesn't matter. But people but... are complaining because. Brock, in his 430-day reign, has had 10 title defenses. And CM Punk had said had like 150. It was definitely counting house shows, by the way. No way he had 150 title defenses. Those were definitely house show uh, defenses in there, too. My thing is this. I wrote this post. I was like, that is is a cool meme. It was a meme, like, of the two of them, like, tail the tape style next to each other, holding the belts, being like, and and, and you see it, and you immediately have your first snap judgment on it, which is like, oh, that's bullshit. Right. Then you take a step back and you're like, there's something cool about Brock Lesnar that he's such a specialty piece. Right. Like that he's such a novel like when you come when he he's such a it's when such he comes out deal. of his cave oh. to fight, it he is a prize fighter. Yeah. He is what Mayweather is. He is, right? Which is exactly yeah. what Chris Jericho on record is going for on the indie scene. Totally. He's like, when I wrestle, it's I'm only making deal. six figures. Right. And he's a huge deal, right? His matches are awesome. He's like, they asked me to do all in. Said no. I'm. It's just I'm not lowering my value. Oh, so I'm awesome. only making six figures. Right. And somehow it's cool when Jericho does it, but it's no good when Lesnar does it. No. So the, the problem with the Lesnar thing, it's like. So what I'm saying is that I love. There's him. no problem with the Lesnar thing. Well, Lesnar has beaten. Look, let's go through it. He's beaten almost all of the big threats. He destroyed. Uh, think about how this goes back. He destroyed Taker, right. who's like. Unbeatable. Well, Taker at Mania. Whatever. He destroyed Taker at Mania when the streak was still intact. Right. But then he beat the shit out of him every match after. Sure. Right? uh, In Hell in the Cell, which is his yard. He got hit in the junk one time. Right. He beat Brock. He beat Randy. He beat Roman Reigns. Right. He, he beat destroyed Samojo. Cena to get the belt. He destroyed Cena, which he, was the start of it. He ripped Orton's head off. He put right. that huge gash in Randy Orton. Right. He beat. He uh, killed Reigns. Samojo. Not nice throwing. AJ Styles. Yeah. Everybody. He is the best wrestler. That's so, it. He's the number you, one guy. Yeah, and whether you like it or not, on paper, 
he has no reason to be around. Right. <laughs> no one is even in his league. That's true. Just on paper. The only people that I think and mark my words. Which the, is cool. It's my very, point is it's that very that's cool. cool. Yes, my point is that that is cool. The problem is that we know Lesnar doesn't care about this business. You know what? I think he cares about it more than he ever did before. Right. I think he loves the spot he's in. They've made a, a, a situation for Brock Lesnar where he's happy and we're happy. And that wasn't the case before. Right. He was always a big deal. Since the moment he w- Look at Lesnar when he debuted. If you think he looks crazy now, look at him when he was a, a young guy. It looks like his muscles were about to pop open through his skin. Uh, clearly he was <laughs> jacked up on roids. But like he, <laughs> he looked like he was ready to explode. He looked so intimidating and so crazy. He was always a specialty piece. And now he's just at a zone where he's an older talent. They get to wrestle a lighter schedule. And we need him around as as much as he'll be around. We'll take it. Right. You know? And I love it. But now when he loses, it's going to be such it's a gonna be big mega. deal. And it feels like it might not be Reigns. I, it, you know what? They're going to fuck up if they give it to Reigns. The two people I think could beat him are Strowman and in a weird like uh, shenanigan style, Seth Rollins. I think Rollins... Or Strowman are the two who have the claim to maybe take that title off of Lesnar because Rollins is such the next face of right. this company that he'd be a good guy to give that the, rub to. Oh, the only Strowman, I, I totally agree. Strowman obviously. The only thing they're doing wrong is the storytelling of Brock Lesnar. Is when he comes back, he acts like he ha- he he acts like oh I'm the I'm like I he acts in ring like I like being here like I'll kick your ass. It's like he acts like he's there every week. I think like they had the one week where Vince said, "Does he get special privileges?" Yeah. Yes. Oh uh, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. betcha. Yeah. Uh, uh, does Brock get a special feature? <laughs> special privileges? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, me and Brock have a special yeah, relationship. Special relationship. I love that. Uh, but I'm saying, and then so he should act like a guy who gets a special privilege. Sure. Sure. You know? could, yeah. And he should come in and just make no one. There's no. There's no one. I would come here, but there's no one. And you know what? To be honest, this place is not worth my time. I'll be at home. Cooking steaks. Hunting venison. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just destroying deers. Because to be honest, those deers are more of a challenge wow. than anyone here. And then you should show clips of them at home. Just being like, oh, actually, sorry, guys, on his phone. Forgot to come to Raw tonight. <laughs> I know I was booked, but I forgot because it's just, it's not interesting It doesn't to me. matter. Yeah. It's like, if maybe they do I'll that, get on top of my wife later. I know. Sable. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what he said. He said so that. He said when he won, yeah, he said when he uh, won the title if in he UFC. he did that. It would be awesome. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, he doesn't put on good matches. It doesn't matter. Sure he, he does. Off, he does put on good matches. Sure he does. He puts on classic monster destroyer yeah. matches. The, he puts on the right match for his style. Well, So that's what I'm saying is that, like, so what I don't like about Brock is, like, there's a lot of guys not, uh, is he not around a lot, and it's not done well, it's not done in this way. It's becoming, it's, it's becoming it just out of sheer, sheer time. Right. Where it's, like, because of this mess up they had at Mania where they didn't give it to Reigns, and then it's like, oh, maybe it won't go to Reigns. Now it's really? becoming interesting. It's like, who is the guy who's going to beat Lesnar? So the longer his title reign goes at this point, based on what they've kind of fell into... The longer it goes, the more powerful the universal title, which is an, you, a title right. that needs it needs it, it. needs some uh, some, some Lesnar rub because right. the history of it before is Finn won the belt first, which was like all right, look, I love Finn, but like that's who you're gonna put your marquee title on, yeah, like, uh, as the first guy, I don't know. Yeah. Then it went to Kevin Owens, who was great, but again, not like this mega well, intimidating right. guy. He also didn't win it fair and square, right, right. And then it went to Goldberg, who look, no one loves Bill Goldberg more than me. I got an autographed Bill Goldberg <laughs> WWE Universal title in my house right now as a gift from Adam Letterman for being a groomsman. That's awesome. Yeah. But uh, 
He's the man. Is it a full size one? It's it's a toy one, so it's like oh, half size. Yeah, yeah. The full size one would have been like four hundred bucks without the autograph. Look, I'm well, getting it's a fantastic gift. It's a fantastic groomsman gift. Letterman really knows how to treat a guy right. <laughs> the point is, I love Goldberg, but that's not a guy who's going to make your belt worth a damn in 2018. Lesnar having this for four hundred days makes the Universal Title everything they want it to be, the bigger of the two titles. Yeah. So anyway, we could talk about this forever, but I, I yeah, I'm saying is that right now. Comparing it to Punk, that's a that's what I always call like lazy talking points. It's lazy like, talking points for like, sure. It's that's like a product of the twenty four seven news cycle, right. And this podcast existing, where it's like we need something to say, but really look at it. When right. Lesnar shows up, it's like oh Lesnar's here. Yeah, I've even had pro wrestlers be like. Be, like, they've been like, yeah, uh, they've been like, oh, it's cool, Lesnar's on the show tonight. Right. Like, totally. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a big deal. Right. I've, I've got a couple real quick Lesnar points I want to make. I know we got to move yeah, on. No, that's fine. But the thing, here's a couple things I want to say about Lesnar. One, uh, He's such a big deal. One time I was at a restaurant with my fiance, and I was just trying to explain to her about Brock Lesnar. And I was like, oh, look, he was in the UFC. Was the, he had the most title defenses in the UFC at the time, and he's in, he was one of the biggest deal wrestlers. He's just awesome. I mean, you're not going to understand until you see him. A waiter walks by and goes, you guys talking about Brock Lesnar? Yeah. And I go, yeah. And he goes, he's a beast, and then walks away. <laughs> right? another, he's a beast. Another thing I want to say about Lesnar. The WWE always tries to solidify their guys as the guys, right? That's why Cena had to tie Flair's title-holding record, because Flair wasn't always in the WWE. Cena one day is going to beat that Flair record. Same thing. Why the fuck would WWE want Punk to have the longest title reign? They don't even like Punk. He doesn't deserve to have the biggest title reign in, in the WWE's annals of, of history. Cena does. You know, Hogan could have. The Rock or Stone Cold, they had the longest reign. That makes sense. Why? I think Punk is great, but he's not that type of company marquee guy that he should have the longest title reign. It should definitely be Brock Lesnar. So whoever's complaining about that makes no sense to me whatsoever. And the last point I'll make about Brock Lesnar, I know I'm doing it rapid style, and you've sort of been hinting at it, but when he walks out of his cage, it is a special moment. He's when, a rancor, when, baby. When I see Brock Lesnar, and I've seen him live a bunch of times. Brock Lesnar. When he walks out on that ramp, it looks like you're seeing a white Bengal tiger in the jungle and you're five inches from his face. It's a magical thing. It is a true beast in the wild. It is intimidating. It is, it is exquisite. It is humbling. It is exciting. It is magical. Humbling. It is everything. <laughs> it, is, it is an awesome, awesome feat of nature that this guy exists. When I see Punk walk out, I go, hey, cool wrestler. I like this guy. When yeah. I see Brock walk out, I go, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Oh, I don't have the holy motherfucker. Holy shit. motherfucking shit. <laughs> I don't have the drop here. Look at this guy. Uh, he's yeah, something totally. special. As a guy who's seen him live, up close and personal, there's no one like Brock Lesnar on the planet. All right, just for time, let's get a cash in on CM Punk. You want to hear it? I would love to. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Josh Huff of HUFFHUFF. So nice you spell it out twice. Huff Nation, and I got two Huff takes for y'all, real quick. First Huff take if you're new to the Facebook group, what up? Don't be a dick. Let's break that common record on Sunday because money in the bank is this way again, baby. Hell yeah. Comment number two. CM Punk was born to become a professional wrestler. I respect him for quitting something he was unhappy with and going to pursue something that made him happy, but unfortunately, he was really bad at the thing he went to go pursue. Did you guys watch the fight on Saturday? Saw it. Good gracious ass got beat bodacious. Nelly reference in that. He did fucking terrible. 
He needs to go back to wrestling. I would love to see him take a break because I know he's been through a lot with the trial and all that, and I'm sure training's really bad. And just I would love to see him come back to pro wrestling, um, maybe go to New Japan and ring up honor, figure out why he fell into professional wrestling (laughs) some odd years ago, then maybe make a WWE return down the line, um, get his Hall of Fame bid because he deserves it. He was such a good professional wrestler. I would even say one of the best of his time. So... Um, hopefully he comes back soon. Um, other than that, Huff Nation. All right. Nice. Cool. Uh, so you want CM Punk to come back. Great. So do Hot we. Hot All right. Moving on. Moving on. Good stuff. I love the auto-tune. I like what happens when you speak in auto-tune. It just yeah. kind of cuts out. It sounds normal that every once in a while I give you a little no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go like, and then it really fucking jukes. And I just want to say one thing. There are many custom intros, but mine is the best. I am the king of the custom intros. All right. Moving on. Okada, Omega. Uh, so I think we're going to do a... Bo- Look, what can you say about this match was fucking incredible. Um... If you haven't Two seen out of three falls. It, if you haven't wonderful. seen this match, check it out. Um, new, uh, I, I've always said with New Japan, love what they're doing in New Japan. Man, that app is garbage. Ugh. I can't find anything on there. I mean, fix the thing. It's I awful. pay ten dollars a month for this thing. You use it on an app or on the website? I'm using. I gotta. I go. I'm, I go through the website. I go through the website. I can't find. Ma- Today, I wanted to watch it on your account because yeah. I don't pay for it. And yeah. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, on my account, four in the morning. Four in the morning. Yeah. So I was trying. I couldn't find the Okada Omega match in English. Like I couldn't. Why is that not the like the first or second thing on their website? Like I, I got to choose Japanese or English. It's like you can't tell I'm in the U.S. I'm nowhere no, near no, Japan. That's man. fine. I don't mind clicking the button that says "Make the site in English." But there's two videos. There's one video where the commentary yeah, is Japanese. Yeah, yeah. One video, totally different file, where the commentary is English. And I couldn't find it. It took me 20 minutes. I couldn't find it. Finally, I'm just like, I'll watch it in Japanese. I have, I have a better chance just. Yeah. Googling it, and then I just watched the feed off Google on Daily Motion. Shout out to Daily Motion, pirating videos for the morning. For the morning, um, yeah. No, it's 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 annoying, but the match is incredible. I always say about New Japan, it's like, what do you say? I mean, incredible. Uh, those guys are amazing. My point about Omega is like the guy has such an eye for this business. Yeah, I mean, great pants. I mean, every time the guy is, so, he's got. He recreates his look a little bit, yeah. and it's always on point. He's bleached blonde now. He's uh, golden lovers, baby. Yeah, the go- he's just, I mean, the guy's amazing and long overdue to win that belt. And yeah. That hunk, I mean, I love the way that IWGP championship, that belt. It's, it's a hunk so of gold. You nice know my philosophy. Yeah, yeah. You that- gotta have a hunk of gold. But I like the WWE belts, too. They're fine. Yeah, but the WCW hunk of gold was better. The it, d- it is better, but I like WWE has. I don't know. I like the aesthetic the of the WWE. Stone belt. Cold personalized belts, hunk of gold. Yeah, the double eagle, hunk of gold. You need that hunk of gold right in the middle, otherwise it's not an adequate prize. But WWE has they have, they do good. Uh, they got good leathermanship. Okay? Look, you can have you the, see best the divots in the leather. Love their look divots. Look closely at the WWE belt. They got divots in the leather. Quality <laughs> leather work. They I just I, need I, a hunk. Look, what if that wait, belt wait, was? There's a, a conversation about this. They're like, hey, let's look about. Ah, we get some divots. It's in the leather. Can we get some divots? Look, let me tell you something. Whatever they're doing those belts, they look fine, but do you remember when that Universal title debuted? The, I was in the house that night. I go to a lot of wrestling shows. I sat on the floor. <laughs> that SummerSlam last Summer year. SummerSlam two years ago. Yeah. Uh, I took a break last year from life. But two years ago, I went to That's SummerSlam. That's when Seth Rollins debuted the neon green pants. He won. Which, when he wears, they, do, they don't fit him. At, like, no. No, no, they fit him. Like size wise, right? But they, they don't. They don't, they, they don't brand it with, well with him. Are you but sure they still he wore dope. that at that SummerSlam? Yeah, that's when he debuted those. Okay. That's, and when he when he when he killed uh, Bray Wyatt. Okay. I mean, uh, Finn Balor. Sorry, right, Sophie. When he, when he Sophie Masbrain distracted me. Uh, <laughs> all I could hear is all that bean flicking. All right. So look. So wow. When he won. <laughs> yeah, when when okay. when he fought for that. 
Universal title, the crowd was booing and chanting that it was an ugly, stupid belt. Yeah. They don't know how to design titles anymore. I like that WWE centerpiece, but how much better would it be if it was a hunk of gold that had that WWE logo on it? Okay, well, we can get into that for, uh, for time. I don't want to get into that. Hunk of gold. Yeah, yeah, One thing I Hashtag will point hunk out, of gold. the kind of stuff that we point out here, check out AJ's title. You can see on SmackDown this mm-hmm. week, SmackDown. If you look close, one of the jewels is a different color. Really? And 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 I was like, one week, I was like, it must have fell out and they fixed it. They haven't fixed it. Okay. It's on the top, on the top. This is the shit. What an that- eye for the business, <laughs> you have. What a discerning eye Dan Black has. I love it, all the pageantry of stuff. So I'm like looking at guys' pants, you know, yeah. Like I'm always focusing on like where they cut their shirts and stuff, and uh, as I was looking at AJ's beard pretty closely this week. Mm-hmm. You got to take uh, a closer look. Well, I don't know why he doesn't do a full beard. I know because he's gray. It's because he's a redneck. It looks so Rednecks much- has <laughs> traditionally always had poor facial hair choices. Hey. The neck beard, the Amish, the little. What's this dude? Yep. All right. Uh, but I think that uh, I think that uh, the Amish, the Corbins, the Corbins. Yeah. The, uh, the, the Corbin has a full Amish. Well, we'll get the, into this. The, the chin strap. The chin. The rednecks have always had bad facial hair. Anyway. Look for that. Look for that. Uh, one of those jewels is off. Okay. Anyway, so and also talking... look for the fact that Jinder Mahal always has a cut on his nose. Always. Yeah. You mentioned always, that always has a cut on his nose. It you know doesn't why? heal. He's in an abusive relationship with Sunil Singh. Before they go out, <laughs> he gives him a backhand to the face. That's what you think it is? I think it's because he sleeps face down. Because <laughs> he wears a very tight breathe right strip to prevent his snoring. Okay, so we're, we're talking we're, Omega. Next, Omega Okada. So here's the thing. is like, I'm just, I, I want to see Omega in WWE. Of course. I want to see him come in with the Bucks. I yeah. want to come in with uh, together and uh, along, is, I think right the... for AJ sure. and I, I want to pick up where he left off being like that's you have my spot you sure, know sure. I want that and I want and I don't want Finn to do anything to do with it Finn is kind of <laughs> Finn is uh, now a different thing as the guy who started the Bullet Club he <laughs> has really nothing to do with any Bullet Club anything anymore yeah um so uh, so so here's the thing he went public and he got ousted he's right, not on the board right. the he's, board ousted what's his, he, what's the Facebook guy. What's the kid's name? Mark that, Zuckerberg. No, Andrew Garfield played him. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, Sophie. What's the Jesse Eisenberg? No, no, no. The, Sorry, what? The guy that Andrew Garfield played in the Facebook movie. I know you're talking about. He played Andrew- Justin Timberlake. <laughs> no, the one who got ousted. He's, he's the one who got ousted from Facebook. <laughs> you talking about the twins? No, I know you're talking about the guy who's uh, uh, like a Latin sounding name, perhaps. Yeah, let me see. Oh, I think his name was uh, Adrian Sienna <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, okay, Sierra Hotel. But Andrade. I, uh, Andrade, sorry. So, um, so is Kenny Omega the best professional wrestler working today? Yes, number one. Number one. Number Better one. Better than AJ. Better, yeah. He, I think I might be with you on this. I think he's the greatest talent. Re- he just, like you said, he just gets it. He's, everything is always on point. His moveset, his in-ring posing, his taunts, his mic skills, his promos, his look changes, yeah. his outfits. He's also, yeah, and he's ahead of the curve with the, the sexuality with, thing. Right. I mean, like, he's ahead of the business. He's he doing, is the business. He's, like, Yeah, he's I, doing what Finn Balor for everyone and WWE is afraid to, to go that far with Yeah. Him. He's going there, and it's great. It's working. People ready for that. So I'm saying it's like Kenny Omega um, and so I'm saying the, the Omega Okada match. Um, by the way, Kenny Omega the, never looked in better shape than during that match. He looked incredible. Yeah. The only thing I think he juices. So so I think, every, yeah. All of these guys juice. And so uh, it's fine. He'll come to WWE. He'll be okay. But uh, I, I mean, he's going to come to WWE, right? Like, I think winning this belt, like, what's he going to do after? Right, right, he's right. going to ride this out for a year or, or two and then he's going to be like, well, it's time. What else do you do? But the thing is this. He's gonna, and also, going to WWE is where he can slow his work rate, right? Like, right. As he, as well, he's, yes these matches no. kill these guys. Right, right, they, right. They wrestle a lot less, but, I mean, they hit them. These guys fall on their necks. Yeah, like, some of these it's falls insanity. Are and they're wrestling, like, hour and a half long matches. You know, like, this two or three oh, falls match was so, long. It's so good. But it's great. Here's the thing. It's so awesome. That match, 
We're gonna cover. We're gonna cover. We're gonna do the Cal Lacroix cocktail contest number two. Okay, love it. Will be a Patreon for the patrons bonus episode for the patrons. That will be. Uh, uh, that will be. We're gonna watch that match. Get drunk. Everyone knows what happens when Alex Newman. He gets drunk. He doesn't drink ever. He gets drunk. He gets. He gets rowdy. Ronda Rousey, and uh, that we're going to do that that match, okay? Because my own thing with these New Japan matches is they're amazing. They're better than WWE. Like, guys, you know mm-hmm. I'm a WWE mark. Not a shill, a mark. Mm-hmm. I'm a WWE mark. It's easier. Like, th- there's not much to say. You just kind of are like, I always say this, fucking fantastic match. Great match. When something's good, it's hard to, what do you criticize? Well, you, you just go, to. here's what I like. You guys know what I like. Everything. This, this match, it was lovely. I want both of these guys in WWE. Sure, it was great. But yeah. the thing is, WWE has just such a better well, overall package. Ma- I want him in America. Like I, I don't want him. I don't. I mean, he's coming to America. I want them on American in. TV. I'm oh, sick sure, of this sure. app. I'm sick of the fact that I wake up and I see, I see Omega holding the belt. Right, right, I've never right. watched a New Japan match without knowing the finish right, before. Right. Well, that's just because I even saw a GIF of the finish. Right. Of the, you know, mm-hmm. of like the V-trigger or whatever on the ropes yeah. into the uh, one-winged angel. I All saw right. that already. What a great moveset this guy has. He's Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah he just gets it. He's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait for him. The, the last thing I'll say about him is that yeah. I just hope he doesn't come too late where he's not going to be able to main event to WrestleMania because it'll take him at least two years after coming to the company to main event a mania. That's how long it took AJ, basically. Yeah. He's not going to do it quicker. They're not going to bring him in and then put him to the top right away. I think you might be wrong. About that, I think Omega is going to be a guy who he's going to something is going to be know. different because AJ came in, AJ paved the way, almost like a punk paved the way for, for D- Brian for DB plus, yeah, for DB plus. <laughs> you, that's you, you call him that. I call him that, and soon everyone will call him that. Okay, so uh, we'll get into Daniel Bryan, but I'm saying I think Omega is going to be a guy. I've already I read an article that they offered them really big money, right. but it could be fake. It was like from like you know some some website. It's you all know. the work. Nick Tulo knows. Yeah. Um, so anyway, cool. Let's move on. Money in the bank. Let's get into it. So let's just get. I mean, we can go into Raw and SmackDown, but I think let's just talk. This is the go home show for Money in the Bank. I'm jonesing for a PPV. Yeah, I mean, they uh, finally are doing something right. Right, and so Money in the Bank is kind of like the start of. It's almost like the start of the new road to WrestleMania, right? Uh, no, because no, I'm just saying we're far away from it. We're we have very far, stuff, yeah. but it starts painting the picture of like one of these people. One of these people are gonna. Cash in close right. to Mania right, at the time, right? Right, 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 right. right. Potentially uh, cash in at Mania, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and or after, but it's like it, 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 yeah, it's interesting. So let's talk about the women's match first. Um, I will just say this uh, on paper: this is a good pay per view. I think the pay per view looks awesome. And, I'm excited to watch it. And co-branding the pay per views is a hu- huge idea. So much smarter to do it this way because no one gave a shit about exclusive brand pay per views. Yeah, and there was too many of them. I just want to get these points out for new listeners who yeah. haven't heard us say this a million times. This is they're on the right track right now, and this is the first of an era of like, oh, the pay per view thing makes more sense now. Spread them out, do less of them, make them all co-branded. Yeah, yeah. That, that, p- Combining the pay-per-views was a very obvious good move. Obvious. Um, we're not afraid to find the fight. <laughs> I have that drop on here normally. Um, so anyway, um, okay. So let's. Here's the women. Here's who in who are the competitors. Yeah. Uh, in it. And then I want to ask you who you think should win. Right. Who you think will win? Um, cool. So the women: Sasha Banks, um, Natalia, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Amber Moon, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, and Lana Crush. Right. Um, who do you think should win? Well, definitely not Lana or Naomi. Um, I think Alexa Bliss would be great with the money in the bank, but she's already had such a big year, she probably doesn't need it. Right. Um, 
Becky Lynch, I hope they don't give it to, but maybe that would give her some good. Charlotte doesn't need it, even though she said this is the only th- on SmackDown. She says the only thing she hasn't done yet, which right. is true. She doesn't need it. She's not going to win. Uh, Sasha, it is the only thing she hasn't done, right? Yeah, but but it, it, you don't need it. She said on SmackDown, she was like, "I had the NXT Women's Championship, the Divas Championship, the Raw Women's Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship. I've done everything you could do." I mean, she'll win a Rumble at some point. Which, by the way, brings up my thing about, like, and this we'll just parlay this into SmackDown, um, is... Um, time to talk about the SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. Actually, I think I have the new SmackDown theme song. You know, the new... This is the old... For the, for the new listeners... Impromptu, uh, just to distract us. Um, but then this is the new SmackDown theme song. You're gonna play another theme song right now? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think this is what we need right now. Yeah. SmackDown coming back ah! to Friday. SmackDown, <laughs> SmackDown, it's on Fridays. One billion deal on Fox, Fox, Fox. SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown on Fox, 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 SmackDown. Wow, good lyrics Smackdown. here. Great lyrics by Dan Black. SmackDown, yeah. Right now it's on Tuesdays, and it's SmackDown Live, but it's moving to Fridays in October 2019. Fox SmackDown, know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Good job. Great theme song. All right. Do you, have, do you have a third theme song we can play right now? <laughs> yeah, I do. You ready for it? <laughs> okay. No, I don't. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. All right, anyway. So, so you asked me who I think should win and who I think will win. Yeah, so, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, well, I was saying Charlotte said on SmackDown, my point. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> God, it always derails. What the fuck are we talking about? I know, the music. I know. But no, but my point uh, about Charlotte was, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. She said she hasn't won anything. She hasn't. Oh, yeah, but it, it, it means, like, you don't need to win. She doesn't right. need it. It's for up-and-comers. She doesn't need it. She's not an up-and-comer. She yeah. never will be oh, an no. up-and-comer. I was talking about the fact that they did, like, resume rundowns, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they called it out, and it was my exact note, which was like, don't, this isn't. This is boring. Right, right, Like, it's right. still boring to just be like, you know why I'm going to win? Right. Here's why I'm going to win. Right. Actually, I'm, it's like... It's not no. It's, it's so stupid. It's right. it's babying. It's I hated it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What were you saying? So who do you think's gonna win? Uh, I'm afraid they might give it to Sasha. Yeah. Uh, Ember Moon, I think, is way too soon. That would be, I think it's a mistake. Are you factoring the Natty angle? So that's what I was gonna say. I think that they will give it to Natty because I think that sets up something interesting with Ronda. Because um, right, where else are they going with this? If that well, I think. Uh, what I'd prefer, honestly, I th- I would love them to give it to Alexa. I love Alexa. I love everything she does. I think she's the best talent in the women's division, uh, period, overall. So her with the briefcase is just too good. You know, like if she doesn't do it now, when's she going to do it? It's just too, too good of an opportunity. I would like it to be Alexa, and here's what I would like to happen. 
because there needs to be some schmas with the Rousey Naya because I don't think Rousey is ready to win or should she win. I don't think she's all I don't think she's also ready to lose or should lose, right? That'd be bad for her. Yeah, you think it's got to be Schmazed up. I think Alexa should win and then schmaz it out immediately. Just cause some sort of bullshit where like none of them not that she I don't think Alexa needs to win, but like she should come in, fuck shit up and then maybe Nia still retains or something like that. Yeah, they, they, Alexa Alexa could win, hold the briefcase. Come in during the Nia Jax match, and like when they're both down, they both beat each other up. Alexa right. catches in Rollins style. Right, exactly. That Nia comes in, but then Natty comes in, protects her, it right. up, protects right. Rousey, and then Rousey misunderstands right. and then knocks out Natty or something. There's a lot of juice there. Or I think what could happen is she just comes in with the briefcase, knocks them both out, DQ, no belt, like so that no one feels like they lost. Here's the thing, and How? Alexa's the perfect person to do that. I think the Money in the Bank briefcase is like. Um, man, this is a deep cut, but or not a deep cut, but this is really nerdy. But it's like the cut planeswalker oh, oh, for wow. fashion on wrestling. Well, you're going hard. So, like in Magic: The Gathering, they introduced a new c- kind of card. Okay, that I was like, that's awesome, and yeah. it makes me, it makes my interest in this game super elevated. Yeah. So my my point is that uh, uh they made a card that's like another player. Like right. you, okay, here's this card is you. You're playing. This guy's your ally. Great, love it. Not important, right? Okay? Well, basically, but the, was it took the mechanics of Magic: The Gathering, flipped them on its head, added a completely new thing that was never in the game reinvented for, fi- for the 15 game. years. It truly did change the game as we know it. Right. So that's my point: is that like, I I hold the Money in the Bank personally in such a high esteem. Like, yeah. I have so it's so important to me. Like giving it to Natty, it bums me out. Right. It bums me out when someone who I who, don't who care about wins right, it. Right. Natty, or I like don't see potential in right. wins it. So, like, last year I was bummed about Corbin, but he's in the middle ground because well, I don't see a lot of potential. I, I, now I see more potential right. in Corbin. I, no one hated Corbin more than me. I thought he was such a guy who needed to get fired just wasting a spot. But now that he's got new hair, which we'll talk about later, I see a little change in well, his Constable fortune. Corbin has an amazing haircut, but let's choose the women and then we right. can get it. To- oh, Corbin's not in that match, but we'll get into it so in a I, sec. I think that it's going to go to... Natty because that's the storyline they right. want to play. I hope it goes to Alexa. So again, she just needs to come in during that title match, not even use the briefcase, just hit them both over the head with it, right. DQ it, none of them look weak, Dunzo. And now she just makes a statement, I'm going to take this belt one day. Right. You think it's possible Sasha is up up to win it and then uh, we have um, Bailey come and fuck it up for her. We have a I hard think, Bailey heel turn. I think that's way too big of a position to put Bailey or Sasha. She can't in. handle. I don't that. think Bailey could handle a big heel turn like that. I think my pick for who I now looking at it. So you're saying Bliss should win. My I, I think Bliss should, and I think Natty will. I think my choice is Bliss as well, because Bliss with the case is just like a great year. It's a no brainer for her. She's not gonna have the title. And she can't wrestle that great. Right. Like, so her as a case personality... Mega. ...is, like, great. It worked really well for Carmella, and I think right. it'll work really well Even for Even better Alexa. for Bliss. I think Bliss should have the case every year. And also, it keeps Alexa Bliss relevant... Sure. ...while allowing them to push other talent. Mm-hmm. So that Alexa doesn't fall into that gray area where they don't have her in uh, a title match right. at Mania 35... ...but then she still is, like, a threat. In the mix. Yeah. Being a former champ is tough. Because it's like you already went to the top of the mountain. Anything you do now just seems like, eh, we don't it's care. It's like AJ U.S. title run. Right. And or like what happened to Rollins after he was champ. He had a, a year or two where he just... Burn it down! I mean, he had to burn it down because it was no good. Yeah. But now he's back. Yeah, so, all right. So I'm, I'm going to pick Bliss. I think they're going to go... I think Ember Moon is... The case won't help her. It'll... It, it, 
I think oh, the other things I would say, Lana is actually a cool person to carry the case. Sure, sure. But she just, it's like, what's the, well, she look, can't the, wrestle. The coolest, but the only, yeah, right. the only, if they want to give Lana a title, this is the only way to do it. Totally, but why do they need to give her a title? I mean, nothing would be cooler than Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank if Rusev and Lana won. Yeah. But I don't think either of them are going to win this case, and it's not that great the of Mr. An angle. and Mrs. Money, yeah. Um, Sa- Sasha Banks is a good, she, she. It's not her branding cashing in doesn't fit her brand. Her brand is like she's a good wrestler. Like right. she needs to be a heel and she needs to lean into the boss gimmick. You know, that's my big note for Sasha this week. Uh, I realized it when she was had this. She had this two moves, even though one was her taking a, a move. She flipped off of the top rope, but it looked like she like fell. Right, like she flopped, and then she took um. She took a baseball jump. What are they? A suicide dive. Yeah. Too close to a Right. And to from Ember Moon, and she got like, she got like, like an arrow. She got like impaled to the right. wall. Right. It was like awesome. And you're like, oh, this is what I like about Sasha Banks. She wrestles like hard as fuck, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But she. She sells her wrestling. I'm like, she needs to sell the boss gimmick harder. Right. I'm like, when you're on that top rope, don't just flop off. Be up there being like, I'm a boss. Like, yeah. scream at this crowd. Get them going. Yeah. Show some charisma. Sure. Show us why you're... She's Snoop Dogg's niece. I know. She's got to be... I mean, that's like... Smoking blondes and wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> she's got to be Snoop Dogg's niece. Honestly, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Something. She, she is... She drove down on a Cadillac yeah. golf cart. That should happen that was, every like, time. She should always be on the Cadillac yeah. golf cart. Well, I mean, Sasha Banks is a, yeah. is, a, is a wrestler that five years ago, whenever it was, when she was in NXT, we were all... So excited for him. Like, this woman is going to be one of the biggest talents of all time. And then she had that run against Charlotte where they were uh, exchanging the title back and, and forth. And Cell. And, and it was great. Those matches were awesome. And she's never, had a re- she's never retained on, on a, a pay- Raw. On a, on a pay-per-view. pay-per-view. Yeah, Charlotte. Which, that's great because right. Charlotte deserves it to just kick everyone's ass on every pay-per-view in WrestleMania. She's amazing. But, but she Sasha, lost to Bliss also. Yeah. But Sasha. Yeah. On Raw. Sasha, since she had all this potential and she was so, so great. And then she just sort of lost us along the way because of inconsistent character stuff and not being good enough on the mic and just like not selling her stuff hard enough. Yeah, totally. All right, let's get to the mon- the men's money in the bank. The men's in the bank. Um, let me see. Do we have any cash ins that I want to play? Um, no, just- these are not about the ca- these are not about money in the banks. Okay. All right. So, money in the bank. So, for the men, we have Braun Strowman, Braun, and we have Kevin Owens, Bobby Roode's uh, a f- a f- freebirding of the, the New Day, a member of the New Day, Miz, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Rusev Day. Okay, not Rusev Day, just Rusev. Rusev, <laughs> not both of them. By the way, the Lana Day shirts, yeah, are so good. It's the American. Is it? No, Amer- it's Russian. It's Russian. It's Russian. Right, 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 and it yeah, looks yeah. a lot like Bulgarian, but blue. That was my green. question. Was that's the that's that is Russian. the Russian flag? because yeah. she is the ravishing Russian. Oh yeah. Um, and it's awesome. But uh, Rusev, I don't think is going to win this thing, even though she's losing the accent. That's great. She's slowly losing it, which I like. Like yeah, she's like yeah. kind of has an accent <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing yeah. it real nice it's for very us. Very interesting. Good transition. Um, she's transitioning. So the thing is, <laughs> I don't think that Rusev's gonna win. Shame. Sorry. <laughs> um, we don't make transition jokes That's here. That's not okay. a joke. Yeah, okay. just the word. Like, I, I, can't, I can't say the word transition. Shame. No, you have to work around it. <laughs> okay, I no, have no, no shame. No, it's no, fine. No, no, no. Um, look, here's who would be great with the, with the briefcase. Miz would be amazing with the briefcase. Yeah. Finn, I think, is in the right point in his career where the briefcase would be really cool for him to have. Bobby Roode is a waste of everyone's time. The New Day is a waste of everyone's time. Owens, I don't think he's going to win, but he's obviously I love him. Strowman doesn't need it. He could have a title shot whenever he wants. 
right? So, I, so I really hope it's not Strowman. That's a waste. It's a they're yeah. wasting the, what Money in the Bank is all about. It, it needs to go to someone who needs it to win, like Miz or someone who's going to do like an honest. Like remember when Cena did like a legit cash? He's like, I'm going to cash in, so I want to match at this pay per view. You know, like that's a cool way to cash in where you're not doing it dastardly. Yeah, I think Finn could do something like that. Well, let's take one step back. Okay. Do you want to see the cash in? Do you want to see the briefcase go to Raw or SmackDown? That's a big deal. That's because a big deal. The belt's not really around on Raw. Right. And cashing in on Lesnar is a way for to that's keep Lesnar o- not beating. Right. That's the only way. I think it has to go to Raw because that's the only way we're ever gonna get the belt off Lesnar, and yeah. it needs to come off Lesnar soon because he-, he keeps Lesnar's cachet so high. Right. He can go fight. John Jones, which right. is is John Jones suspended? Uh, John Jones is currently still suspended. USADA's going to rule. Uh, the, the commissions are going to rule. They're either going to give him like time served or maybe give him, it depends if they give him two years, three years, whatever. There's a chance he comes back within the next year. And so John, that that's the fight John Jones should take because at this point he should only take money that's fights. That's the money fight, but the fight he should take is he should just fight the heavyweight champion. He should fight Daniel Cormier to get the lightweight right. belt, the light heavyweight belt back, and then he should fight what Stipovich, St- Stipe Miocic. Uh, he can beat all those guys. He right? could kill everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would lo- Even though he's, it's just crazy. I think Lesnar is actually an easy fight for him because Lesnar's a little bit too old, a little bit too out of shape, can't get hit. He's so much heavier though. Yes, but Lesnar's fought, but John Jones, John Jones will beat can up. fight at heavyweight. John Jones will beat up. Brock Lesnar, really bad. I think he can, yeah. I think yeah. he can. I, there's a chance. Le- I just don't think Lesnar's going to It's cool that Lesnar's always a threat just on his size. Size and, and pure wrestling ability. Yeah. You have to understand, for people who don't know much about MMA, it's mixed martial arts. If there's one discipline, though, if you come in with only one skill set, the best base you can have is American wrestling. Brock Lesnar just stole the conversation for Money in the Bank just to show you the power of Brock Lesnar or our obsession with Brock Lesnar. He's a beast. So we think we should go to, you think it should go to Raw. Okay. So I think it should go to Finn. Finn. Because I think that's the only way to take this belt off Lesnar, period. Can you cash in as a good guy? Yeah, I've seen it did it one time. He won Money in the Bank. Right. And then he just, the way he cashed in was he just booked himself a title match. Like, he didn't come in in the middle of a match or at an inopportune time. He was just like, cool, I don't remember the exact details, but he just booked, like, a pay-per-view match. He's like, right. cool, I'm going to use this briefcase. Here's the match I want. Done. We'll do it in a couple weeks. I like that. That's awesome way for a face to do it. But I think had anyone ever joined the match before no, Rollins? I think Rollins was the so first guy to do that. So remember when we were there? We're, uh, what, what, we, yeah. we were like, we were like, what, what does this mean? Yeah, we're like, what is? How how does this play out? And what that was happening? so great because then Lillian was on the microphone. This is what I love about wrestling. So good. It goes back to my viral bit. Mm. Uh, is uh, is like we're like, what's the rules here? And then she's like, with this means she goes, Seth Rollins is cashing in his Money in the Bank contract. And then she's like, this means. Yeah. And then, no we idea. need the translation. At the main event. At the event. Oh, so great. She goes, this means this match is now a triple threat. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? That was amazing. Sophie, you know that? <laughs> no. This guy joined. This is what my joke is about. He joined the match. Mid-match. Anyway. And then he, and then he won. And then he won? <laughs> yeah. He won. So a guy not in the match. Oh, is this what you were referring to yeah, in your yeah, video? Yes. Yeah. Any, any I love re- that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Any yeah. true wrestling fan knows that the punch, what you should, if you do that joke again, tag it with, yeah. his name is Seth Rollins, <laughs> and he's the fucking man. Okay, so one time I've told that joke. <laughs> yeah. By the way, all right. I was sitting on this clip, by the way, for two years. Yeah. Uh, uh, got rejected from every late night television show. They're not ready for you. <laughs> they weren't ready for me or Oscar. But, right. Um, but, yeah, uh, um, and and it, and it probably got more views than if it was on a whole night show. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, so uh, what was I saying? Oh, one time I tell this joke, right? And it was kind of like a big deal show for me, right? And it and I go, you guys know who? And the way I tell the joke is, I'm like, you guys know who won the title at the championship title at WrestleMania 31, and then I pause. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And some guy just goes, Seth Rollins. Nice. And it kills the joke. Oh, yeah, it ruins <laughs> no. it. Like, it kills it because then I go, oh, yeah, that's right. But you guys know he wasn't in the match. Right, like, right, right. Like, that's, that's tough. You know what I mean? You have but, to bank on the fact that no wrestling fan <laughs> in the world. It only happened one time. And yeah. here's the kicker of the thing. The guy who did it was the, the guy... The host of the show. What a dick bag. <laughs> he should know better, right? I think wrestling marks are so exciting that they have the answer. Right. We're always excited to talk to each other, too. Like, I like wrestling. We're buds now. And I was just like, I go, that's the first time anyone's answered oh, that. Man, and that, that, that got a derail- laugh at right, least. Right, but that derails the whole joke. But it derailed the whole that's joke. That's right. The clip, it comes out perfect. Yeah, anyway, so who do you think wins? Uh, Money in the Bank. Finn or, Finn or Miz. Um, I think it's Finn or Miz. That's it. So it just, And I'm going to yeah. say Finn because... Because I will I, also say Finn. Yeah. You guys know why. Yeah, you know eh. why. The fappening. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, the only guy on Raw that I think could win is, I, uh, could be Finn. And they're probably due for a face, but Owens could. Owens with the briefcase is Would pretty cool. good. Owens is, Owens. They anything. say they're setting up for an Owens-Strowman feud. Right. But that has nothing to do with the case. Right. Right. It's actually good because he can start hitting him with the case. Right. Yeah. Like, it gives Owens, like, a way to equalize. Right. The, so, o- the only funny thing that if Strowman won the ca- case would be how small it looks in his hand. It would look like a little wallet. I just think, uh, yeah, no, that's true. I think Miz. I- I've said the guy who shouldn't win is Miz, and I yeah. think Miz will win. Miz with the case is just like, it's, it's time to push Miz. It's like, it's time. He's ready for another Let's not t- miss main this opportunity. Yep. The guy's ready to headline a WrestleMania. Uh, the guy, Again. Yeah. And. Versus Daniel Bryan, like one hundred percent. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't like DB. Plus. <laughs> you'll be in, you'll I, be in Miz gear. Oh man, DB, Miz, Miz has no good shirts. You know that, right? He doesn't need them. He doesn't need them. <laughs> He's a Hollywood A lister. Doesn't need a shirt. For, hey, let me ask you a question. Does Brad Pitt have cool merch? Um, no. How about your girl Julia Louis Roberts? That's a combination of Julia Louis Dreyfus and Julia Roberts. <laughs> they both of them don't have merch, and they especially don't have crossover merch. No, well, no. exactly. <laughs> so that's why the Miz does not need good merch. The tag team Julia Louis Roberts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who do they wrestle? Uh, they wrestle Jason Alexander Payne. <laughs> okay, he's a combination of the guy who wrote Sideways right, and George Costanza. That's controversial because the intergender match. But all right, um. Cool. So I think the Miz. All right. Cool. Let's um. Uh, Can we talk about the way they opened Raw with everyone on top of ladders, all the men and all yeah, the women so let's in get Raw? That. Let's get into Raw. Okay. So Raw. Um. Yeah. So they open up. It was really awkward. It's right. Al- well, it's they've always, done it every year. They now, do it right? every year, and it's always awkward whenever you just put eight people in a ring just standing on ladders, but casual chilling. This time was a little different. Last time they were sitting atop equally sized ladders. Right. 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 So they were all at the same height and they were seated. Yeah. Okay. And that was awkward. Sure. But at least it was like, all right, they're just cutting promos at a higher level. Right. This was, they were in a tableau. They yeah, were in like a beautiful. Wes Anderson style, like tableau, cutting promos at each other. Some people were on 10 foot ladders, some mm-hmm. people on 19 foot ladders. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really strange. 100%. I mean, I understand visually Vince being like, that looks cool. That, you know? Yeah. You got to make it sexy for Vince. Yeah, but it's not, na- it wasn't very natural. <laughs> no. Um, the whole segment is natural, but I will say I think it was still a good segment. I wasn't expecting a lot out of these. I usually hate these segments, but this one was okay. It was saved by Kevin Owens and by Alexa Bliss. Owens and Bliss were both fantastic. Awesome. Owens Owens broke the tension of the corny, like, I know you are, but what I am of yeah, it, yeah. where he's just like, no one cares about what you're saying. Right, yeah, he's so good. And then he was like, uh, let me ask you, is, is Strowman going to have the same case height as the rest of us? Like, so he, it's good. not fair. He, he's got to raise up for Strowman. That's amazing. I really 
wrote this right here. Kevin I uh, Kevin Owens is so great right now. Uh, I love his new whiny gimmick. Oh, it's so <laughs> and good. I, he wanted to raise the briefcase. So Owens is it's interesting. He's really like finding a new. He's reinventing himself a little yeah. bit. Like he's always been kind of whiny. Right. But right now it's like, and they did two things that I really like. Right now he's finding this thing where it's like, okay, he. What makes it so good is the nuance of it, which is that he said a line this week that was like, look, he was going around to every wrestler in the right. Money in the Bank being like, look, we got to team up against. Oh, in the Ma- fatal making the, every, the very obvious point of like, none of us can beat Braun Strowman. Right. Which I like that they just say it like as a, as a known right. truth. But his, the, the, the tweak that they do is that he goes, I probably could beat him, but it would take a lot of effort. <laughs> effort that's not worth it. He goes, we know you can't beat him. Right. That's what he said to Bobby Roode. Right. We know you can't beat him. Uh, I probably could beat him, but it would take a little too much so effort. So good. He's so good. Right? And so that's the nuance that makes Kevin Owens so good because, like, he is still the guy willing to get on the ladder right. and frog splash right. get, uh, uh, Strowman through that table. Right. He still is the indie th- uh, threat. Sure. But sure. he's like trying to work around it. He's like, it's almost like the story of him is just like, yo, look, guys, let's be real. I'm awesome at wrestling, but I'm also a fat guy. Right. And this WWE schedule is pretty tough on right, me. Right, right. So uh, I'm gonna I'm looking for everything to make this easier. Right. I got kids at home. Like, right. I can't die. And the point of view <laughs> of, like, the reading between the lines, like, the subtext there is also just being like, look, I know I can't really beat him, but I'm going to keep saying I'm afraid of him, yeah. but, like, I'm going to tough talk you. Like, he, he should say what I just said. Sure. He should be like, look, I, you know, look, you guys know I wrestle 1,000% when I do. <laughs> But like this, this WWE schedule is a lot for me. I'm traveling a bunch. I got two kids. I think that's two fourth wall, though. <laughs> I know. I know. Where's I know. that drop? Yeah, 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 yeah. See you fourth wall. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You um, don't call for drops. Sorry. <laughs> no, you can. Owens, just Owens. Everything he's doing is great. He used to be more of like a mega badass who was kind of kvetchy, and now he's like a mega kvetch who's still kind of badass. Nice. And I Nicely like that, put. And I like That's that. the most Jewish way to describe <laughs> Kevin Owens. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> I got bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and if you ain't down with that, you are anti-Semitic. <laughs> um, I, got, I got one compound word for you. Is anti-Semitic a compound word? Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because it's not anti semitic You know what? Let's... <laughs> Let's delete this. I got one word with a prefix for you. I've got a hyphenated word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But All right. So, yeah. Constable um, Corbin. Co- well, oh, no. We talk, like, what were you saying? Uh, you so, go. Owens stole the show on this opening segment, and then so did Alexa Bliss. When everyone's just, you know, pissing and moaning and, and talking over each other, she just screamed. That was and took all the attention. Oh, she went, ah! Yeah, that was great. And she great. was like, shut the fuck up. That was awesome. It was so Owens good. Owens had an awesome shut up everybody moment. Right. And then Alexa also had a good joke. When Sasha was like, didn't you say you were hurt last week, your yeah. leg? And then she goes, what's hurt? And she's like, um, my shoulder? Yeah, she's <laughs> so good. Yeah. You know what? I don't even know if she's so good for a normal person, but for a wrestler, like, she brings so much, like, acting and character to the table that these people just can't touch her. She's a natural. Like, like she, she's, yeah, she's, she's, natural. She's, she's great. Because it's weird, because she came from the fitness world, not, like, the acting world, you know? No. But, like, if you put, like, Ronda against Alexa and be, like, cut a promo right now, like, Alexa is the best female promo cutter. I bet she was, I don't know this for a fact, but I bet she was a cheerleader at some point. She probably and has And has, like, that kind of background. Uh, yeah, of, but I don't remember cheerleaders cutting a lot of promos. They just spell shit out. <laughs> That's true. They spell stuff. They got easy one promo One letter work. at a time. Very easy promo Well, work. she used to cut promos one letter at a time. You remember? Sure. That when she started, yeah, uh, uh, that'd be really funny. Uh, but yeah, Alexa was great. But it's it was having them all in the ring there. You're like Sasha. You're like, oh man, you are a charisma suck. Right, I Sorry. don't care about you. Yeah, Finn has charisma. We went through he this has, distinction here. Not Mike skills. Lots of charisma. 
and a real charm about him when he yeah. speaks. And now he's that thing where he smiles. Yeah. Ever since his branding, his at Mania really fixed him. Sure. That like for everyone Finn thing awesome. is like this is the right Finn. And now they and I love they will never do that demon shit again. Like they're just like ah this doesn't work. It it's, didn't work. It's out of the it gimmick. Didn't, it didn't work for him. I love that they he just, will do it again. Nah, but it, why don't it be the rainbow demon? Nah. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> Sophie, you know about this that at WrestleMania it, Finn Balor came out. Normally he comes out as a demon, but at WrestleMania he came out in rainbow. Like he had like a shirt with a rainbow on it, and it said Finn Balor's for everyone, and he came out with a bunch of diverse people. Right, he's just a very tolerant man. Yeah, wow. his gimmick is that he's tolerant. Good branding. That yeah. probably makes you want him way more. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. but let me tell you something yeah. that's gonna cool your jets a little bit <laughs> and make you not be that he into voted him anymore. For Trump. No, he didn't vote for Trump. <laughs> no. he can't vote. He's not a citizen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, look up Finn Balor demon. And this is how he used to come to the ring for big matches. He'd wear like a weird Rastafarian <laughs> yeah. hat and like face paint his whole body. It looked really cool without the dumb hat. Ugh. Yeah, but this, if you want to cool yeah, your jets, if you're too overheated about Finn Balor. No, this is so weird. Yeah. Oh my no, God. They figured this is him terrible. out. Also, it's weird. They figured out Nia Jax in a similar way. There were two people who were like, oh, they're mon- like they co- they're the demon. They come at you. You're like, no, no, no. These are just like really nice people. Yeah. And then that's what's not working about Nia now. But this week, she kind of went back to being a nice lady again. Oh, really? Did she cut that R- Rousey promo? I thought she was working heel. Nah, she kind of came back. She was, you know, because she checked on Natty. I, uh, right. That's uh, true. Uh, you know, she, she, she just sort of like she even said like, "Look, I'm just trying to rile you up. Like, I really respect you," or something like that. She, she played that card a little bit. Let's get into Corbin. Okay. Right, let's, Corbin. Yeah, let's get a cash in, but we're good to go into Corbin. Cool. Love it. Uh, Super cool. Do you guys mind if we wrap up by three? Is that we've been at an hour and twenty? How long are these usually? They're long. Sometimes uh, no, two, but yeah, this would be it's this week. But uh, oh, an hour okay. forty week. I don't know. We could probably. Could be what do you think? Yeah, I think we're. All, I think. I guess I'm be. just wondering when you think that we'll be done. Yeah, we're, we're, we should be done. We should we be done say, in the next you twenty. Three fifteen, just to give us cushion. Is that okay? Well, what, what's up? What's your schedule? Um, it's okay as long as yeah. If we're out at three, I think I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, we got twenty M's. Okay. Play that Corbin cash in. And we'll no. zip through it. I don't think I have it. Oh. Oh, yeah, I do. Ready? 11.17 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday Night Raw Live. And the Constable Corbin has shaved his motherfucking head, y'all. Looking like a million bucks in his vesty vest. Just goes to prove, man. Sometimes all you need is a little tweak to your gimmick and your look, and you can instantly get everybody over. Like, I didn't even know he had a little tattoo behind his right ear because it's always covered up because of that stupid fucking grungy hair. Listen, if this is a fucking way to show you what you need to do, Roman needs to lose the vest immediately. Immediately. Tiptoe with too low. And remember, folks. Everything's a fucking work. Love you mucho. Kisses. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Tulo, love it. Love tiptoe. I, I want everyone to know I tiptoe with Tulo. I do. I tiptoe with him. Um, the Corbin thing, I mean, no one thought Corbin sucked more balls than I did. I thought he was such a waste of a slot on the roster. And these past two weeks, he shaved the head. He put on, he's the constable, he's Constable Corbin. He, he started dressing nice instead of dressing like a guy who got kicked out of the Hells Angels in 1972. And it's looking good, man. He's look. I like this role. This week for wrestling, I'm going to call it hair week. The big week for hairstyles. Baron Corbin shaved his head, debuted the new look. Samoa Joe debuted a new 
very kind of modern hairstyle. The Joe Hawk. Oh, we're calling it the Joe Hawk? Yeah. I like that. It's the Joe Hawk. It looked like that wasn't even his real hair. It looked like he like, glued like a toupee on. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he didn't have that kind of hair. He didn't have that kind of coverage. He was in an SNL sketch. Yeah. Like, they're like, he was be- between segments, they glued it on. It's, isn't that just Cedric Alexander's hair? It looked like they created a wrestler Cedric Alexander's hair onto Samoa Joe. It did. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Uh, very funny to see, but also a great look. And then the third big thing for hair is a little while ago, uh, the artist, uh, Aiden English, shaved his head, which is a good look. <coughs> that guy shaved his head because his hair is clearly falling out. He shaved it, but not quite deep enough. And I, it looks like he abandoned the sh- He's like, nah, I don't like a shaved head. I'm growing it back in. Like, his hair is back now. I liked it the other way. I didn't like it shaved. You don't I, like it, I liked it before when it was long and still I like, like it a comb long over. And, yeah, I like that. I like that too. But if you did, because he's like an opera guy. But if you did a good hair shave, yeah. like when he shaved his head, it was too long anyway. Like you right. can still see the horseshoe and everything like that. I think you know, be the best thing because he's an opera guy. If he shaved his head entirely and got then got fat. No, no, <laughs> yeah, got fat. Wore a Viking helmet. No, no. I was gonna say if he shaved his head entirely, but wore a different theatrical wig every week. Like, one week he has, like, blonde pigtails. One week he has a pompadour. One week he has, like, <laughs> yeah. he'd be a real showman. I, yeah, I would love that. It'd be amazing. That's fantastic. It'd be amazing for you know the gimmick. Like, you, know, you know in the, the, like, the Peter Pan cartoon? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you got that, you got that reference. Where he's a fox? In the, in the beginning of it, like, when, when uh, like, the dad, oh, the dad, the dad is, like, being mean to the dog Nana. Yeah. He's wearing, like, an ascot, like, his chest. Can you get, like, you know when those, you know, like, where those tuxedos, the bad guys in, in, in uh, Disney movies, movies have, like, the big barrel chest? Like the yeah. big chest. Yeah. Can you get him one of those like operatic like yeah. big chests? Yeah. Someone's got like, a big chest on. Check on, it out on when Aiden Bowie English. performed "The Man Who Sold the World" on, on SNL. On SNL. <laughs> Can he wear that thing? Oh man, check out Clouds Know Me. <laughs> that is a that's a deep reference. It's, no, but if you love SNL musical performances, you got to know the David <laughs> Bowie. It was with Clouds Know Me and what's his name, Joey Arias. Yeah. Do you know those names, Dan? Or no. am I schooling you? Those are the two like weirdos in the back. Yeah. They're huge in the scene. I in know New York. who they are like visually, yeah. but I don't know. Who they are. Joey Arias and Klaus Nomi, two of the weirdest weirdos you'll ever weird, uh, backing up David Bowie. I love, I know what video you're talking about, and I love it so much, though. Yeah, you, you, a, you go to the, the Bowie exhibit, yeah, at the, yeah, yeah. they have it. It's, it's oh, so really? Good. I gotta check that exhibit out. It's, Yo, it's an you, important performance for SNL. Yeah. But, yeah. My, but my favorite SNL musical performance is, what is it? John Belushi doing... <laughs> Joe Cocker for feeling all right. Yeah, I've seen it's that. It's a great impression. I probably showed it to you. You sent it to me. Yeah, I, I love, love it. All right, we're getting derailed. My favorite one yeah. is uh, um, Katy Perry. Yeah? <laughs> no. My favorite SNL. I mean, I'd have to think about that. Yeah. I like a lot of the Kanye ones. Right. Some of those are my favorite. I think the Kanye when the, the earlier my twist, Con- earlier. Dark Twisted Fantasy oh, okay, came yeah. out and he was in the red leather and it was yeah. all white. Yeah. And he just had ballerinas in yeah, all yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, Very cool. I think, and then he did Runaway and yeah. had the 808 machine there. Yeah. Like, or that, that I love. You know what's cool? Um, uh, Nirvana doing Rape Me even though they weren't supposed to. Yeah. Um, also, Nirvana, do you like the Bowie version better than the Nirvana, Nirvana version? Nirvana. It's way better. It's, uh, that is the best cover of all time. That, that, isn't it interesting when someone takes a song and then they just do it? Oh, it's way better. Sure. It happens all the time. Sinead O'Connor did the Prince song better. Some people just do it better. Yeah. What's another version of that? Pearl Jam has one, a Beatles song they do better. Pearl, uh, the whole I Am Sam soundtrack is, <laughs> yeah. is better than the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, it's better than the whole Beatles catalog. Sure. Anyway. Okay, anyway, we got it. We got it. All right, anyway, um, I think Sophie might be finishing up, so we got uh, <laughs> we to we, we, we blow through here. Um Okay, what were we just talking about? We were talking about Constable Corbin. Oh, Corbin. My only beef is that, like, just show Stephanie anointing him the constable. We just need... It could be a video package. Just have me... Like, because... 
Uh, right now, just Kurt Angle just believing him. Right. You know, and it's right. like, but I, Corbin, man, Tulo nailed it. He looks great. He looks awesome. He was wearing a hoop t-shirt, and you saw his tats. I don't even like his tats, and he's ashamed. I mean, that haircut made such a big difference. Well, but this week, he was wearing like a three-piece suit. He looks fantastic. He looks great he, in the suit. He's 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 that arrived. Haircut. Baron Corbin has arrived. We've been saying it for years. Shout he's, out to Jabroniak John Wetzel, who's been a Jabro- he's been a Corbin Mark since the beginning. His hair was so disgusting. But also, I like the lone wolf gimmick. Nah. I like that he's. Not, I liked it. No, because I people. I feel it feels like he's a guy who has no friends. Yeah, that's because his hair sucked. Anyway, now he's right. got good hair. Let's keep going. Wait, I, right. I, I gotta I'm say, bo- I gotta say right, one more right. thing. One more thing about this. If you watch the exclusive WWE.com video of him getting his hair actually cut. It's very cool. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I saw it, yeah. You see the video? There, he's like, he's right. talking shit about the well, internet. He's like, all right, let's do it. I'm a little nervous. It's just a real moment where this guy's cutting his long hair that took him like two years to and grow. And you can see inside he's having a full-on panic attack. Yeah, because he's a bald guy. He's, he's like, I'm embracing being a bald guy now. And he, he did can a- you imagine re- when you shave it and you look great? Like it's that, awesome. you, you, you shave it and you go like, "Oh man, like why didn't I do this two years ago?" Shout out to Arlen Marmel. He's like, I haven't been with a woman in two years <laughs> because of my hair. <laughs> Shout out to Arlen Marmel. He did a very similar move where he now has a shaved head. He looks great. Shout out to you, who also was a guy with mega long hair <laughs> right. for a long time. Yeah, and then the, when you shaved it, you got I significantly sh- more women. I didn't shave my head, and you got a, you got a regular. I haircut. got a I got a Don Draper. Yeah, a side part. Yeah, and of course I. You did. went from Dave Grohl to Don Draper. Yeah, and it, it really helped my my stats. <laughs> yeah, you know it was great. I, I and, made, you were, I, and your quote was, "I got good looking." Yeah, I got good looking. <laughs> like you got <laughs> a haircut. Yeah, but it fucking worked, baby. Yeah. Anyway, I get looks on the street. Okay. All right, let's. Bl- I'm gonna blow through some things. I'll tell you. But, but, okay, I'm keep sorry. going. Uh, he, he he donated his hair. I'm sorry. I'm so upset. He donated. He's like, let's donate this to Locks for Love. Yeah, I think they it might have been it. too short. Was it there? No, they're like there's eight inch or ten inch. I think this is eight. Then he talks shit about the internet fans who talk shit about his hair. I thought that was great. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and also, why constable? What, what a weird English Bobby term. Like, what? They can't know. call him something tougher sounding? I don't know, but I like it. I like it. But I, I like it, that's too. That's why I want Stephanie to say it. Let's call this. you, um, I don't know, the constable. Be, I, even if it's just random. No, she should be like, I need someone on the inside telling I'm boots on the ground. I need an officer. I need a constable. That's why I think, I also think they should they should factor, uh, they should talk more openly about money in wrestling. Totally. Even though they should have kayfabe money stats. Right. Like, winning the belt, it should be like, I'm now rich. Like, right, right, Like, that right. would have been really helpful for Jinder Mahal when he won. It was like, totally. before I was poor. Now, look right. at the resources I have. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like the title making you rich. Totally. And and I think if it's like uh, if if it's like Stephanie being like I'm gonna give you a raise and I'm like I can't make you a GM we don't have the funds for that right, right now right, right. but it's like what I'm gonna make you is the constable yeah <laughs> like like something like that like that's why I, I think they should talk more about money true um, uh, anyway cool all right we gotta move on yeah riot squad finally had a riot good for yeah. them oh my it was the first time they had a riot they like yeah. threw all they did was oh throw lace potato chips they threw some potato chips and cut a and poor they, guy's tie yeah but where'd she get the scissors because she's Ruby Riot man she's crazy oh, let yeah. me tell you, last time I was on the show I went on a rant about how fucking terrible the riot squad is. Guess what? They're just as terrible. Even though they finally did a riot and yeah. they're starting to make like 2% sense right now, they still don't make any sense at all. None of this makes sense to me. Why would these three women be in a squad together? They're awful. They're awful. They all need to go. We I can't move on. stand looking at this woman anymore. We gotta move on. Okay, so here's the thing. Elias, okay? I think Elias had his best song. <laughs> yeah, yet. a quality song. Uh, this song was good and uh, matter of fact, great lyrics. Watch that. He messed it up, bit. and his voice is terrible. Yeah, but it's no woman no cry, <laughs> and also it's landslide. It's also landslide. 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 He's the architect, but he takes it 
This is for you, Daddy. <laughs> Make up your damn mind, fest. These are the worst nicknames around. This guy's so over. I love it. <laughs> freaking Rollins? Am I supposed to think that's cool? Uh-uh, baby. <laughs> and I get it, you do CrossFit. So I definitely know that you're a tool. <laughs> Shout out to CrossFit, you're tools. You're of any talent. <laughs> you're to oh my Monday God. Arkansas. <laughs> Love it. Wow. Such good heat. This is good work. This is good work, baby. Great, great heat. Okay, he's great. Got, he's got to learn Dude. how to end his songs better, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, it, I think right there what oh. happens is... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seth shows up and is like... Still known better, dude. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Elias, fantastic work. What do you think about Elias? Shit for time. What all do you right. think about Elias? I, look, Elias is incredible. No one doesn't like Elias. He's amazing. Yeah. He, But look, this and this song is the first song... He's the best musical talent he's displayed the song in guitar playing and in lyricism and in tune carrying. My favorite part about Elias is that... In wrestling, you have to suspend your disbelief a lot, right? You have to believe that, like, a guy who was scarred from getting burned as a kid also could take his mask off and the scars were just mental, right? You need to believe that, like, Braun Strowman could fight Finn Balor and be a fair fight. You need to suspend your disbelief. My favorite suspension of disbelief is that we have to believe this guy's, like, actually good at music. We have to pretend, like, oh, my God, this guy's a real singer. Yeah. He's so terrible in the real world of actual musical talent. Yeah. But he's by far the most musically gifted wrestler of all but time. Sophie, how did that song sound to you? Objectively. Um, mediocre as a song, great as a, you know, piece of content. Right. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly and, put. Right. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So it's just so fun to see, like, everyone be like, yeah, we, we appreciate this gimmick. This, this guy's a really good artist. When we all know he's not. Yeah, so, I mean, we all agree. Elias is doing great work. Um, chance he wins that IC belt. There is a chance. There's always a There's chance. There's a chance. The guy is, is good. And Rollins um, don't need it. Here's the thing about Elias. He's always a, he does this weird thing where he... Lo- here's where the consistency is a little off. Tell me how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might not uh, You might not agree. Elias has a thing where he lies about being friends with celebrities. Yeah, yeah, right? He yeah. goes, like, I was with Bieber, and he told me, right. like, you should sing this song or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is like, yo, check out this guitar John Mayer gave right. me. Clearly, John Mayer didn't give him that yeah. guitar. Ah, Jokester, he may have. <laughs> they airbrushed it. The like IC look, title on Yeah, like John Mayer like, doesn't know what the IC title you know looks like. those baby gifts where they're like, he's a boy, so let's draw a football on it with one of those dumb pens. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It was that it type was of like art. That. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, all right. So, but then the storyline is Seth Rollins breaks it and he's like, don't, don't break the guitar John Mayer gave me. Right. But he's affected like John Mayer actually gave it to him. Right. I think that, does that not matter? It's a little bit of an inconsistency. <laughs> yeah. But is it like Elias actually believes his lies? I think that, that's really I think funny. that we are meant to believe his lies. And right. I will say, Seth Rollins didn't just break that guitar. He did his finisher. He do curb it. stomped he, it. No, he stomped it. He did not curb stomp it. Oh, he stomped he it. Stomped he stomped it with stomp. the stomp. Um, uh, and co- uh, 
Coach said that John Mayer's hip hop. Was... Coach was such a fucking tool. He also made another mistake too, where he goes like he tried to herb uh, Elias and be like, "Did he just say it was electric and acoustic? Uh, I don't know about that." And then Corey Griffin's like, "Yeah, you could have an electric acoustic guitar. That's a real thing." <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of people on the Facebook page four in the morning under his eye uh, were shitting on the uh, on Coach's commentary this week. I didn't have the clips for it, but maybe I'll take one of his uh, episodes and dissect it. Let's move on. Coach to is just a Ronda is... oh, Rousey. That's true. I was just gonna say real quick. Coach is just a uh, Byron, he's just like a slightly more adult Byron. Like, they're both terrible. Uh, Ronda Rousey, ready? Ronda. Listen, I don't game plan, I improvise. And I'm going to improvise your arm off. Okay, <laughs> what? what do you think, Dan? I'm curious about your take, because I have a take. Well, your take, I can tell already, is that you like it. I think this is her best promo of all time. <laughs> I, I, think she, I think she made you up. You think I like, can't read you? I've known you since we're five years old. I smile. You're hunched over with a smile being like, what's your take? Because I want you to say it's bad so I can say I love it. I thought it was fucking excellent. I mean, her delivery's for her, bad. For her, though? She does this thing. Well, your cadence is always just like, you know what? I'm going to do it because I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's a little, cute, it's a little cutesy, and she's the baddest woman on the planet. This was a little bit better than, but it's a weird her thing. And then stuff. she got later on, she got really angry and worked up, and that also felt forced. So it was like, I'm not exactly sure what the best thing is. I think she could just slow it down a little sure. bit. She needs you to coach her. The, the WWE needs to hire you to teach these guys improv. Yeah, she said she loves to do improv in that clip. She said, "I want to be on Harold Night." Yeah, she said that. Listen. I don't game plan, I improvise. At UCB Theater on Harold Night on Tuesdays with Sophie. Mm, Lloyd uh, Knight. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, yeah uh, I, I think that, look, th was this the best promo of all time? No. But was this the best Ronda Rousey promo of all time? I think yes. I think she's growing. I think she's showing. And I'm I, flowing. I'm pro Ronda Rousey. <laughs> I think uh, my thing with Ronda Rousey is she's doing. I think she's doing a great job as like she as just like people are into her. One thing is like yes, yeah, so her promo work is not there. She's a terrible actress. Like yeah. it's not what she does. But when they were putting hands on each other, awesome. that was really good. Magical. It was she magical. Is, and you saw it at Mania. She's really captivating yes. as a physical talent. She's a physical performer. She's a physical talent. There's different types of intelligence. Why is it? It is okay for men to be a physical talent, by the way. People are so apologetic for, like, Finn's mic skills and, like, AJ's mic sure. skills because they're physical talents. Right. She's more, she's not more captivating those guys, but she's, when it, when it comes to <laughs> touching, getting physical, yeah. she, she brings it. What she is great. Look, She's, there's different types of intelligence. Some people have mathematical uh, aptitudes. Some people have linguistic intelligence. Some people have emotional intelligence. Some people are physically geniuses, like Kobe Bryant. Maybe not the smartest guy books-wise. Maybe he's it's smart. I don't know. But he has such an incredible physical intelligence with his body. He knows where he is, his spatial relation. Ronda Rousey is a physical genius. She is a, a high-level athlete at the highest level. She's going to the... and You didn't like that promo where she's talking about the UFC Hall of Fame? She's like, they told me I couldn't good. be in the UFC, and I'm in the Hall of Fame now. Like That was, without a doubt, her best promo. It's not good if you're comparing her to CM Punk, if you're right. comparing... But when you compare it to someone who... Compare who, it to everyone else. She doesn't really need to cut... Flawless right. promo. But that promo, I think, for her, was the best promo I've ever seen. I think, objectively, it's a good promo. I think it's better than Daniel Bryan's promos. DB plus could suck my B pluses. And I don't think she's that bad. That commentary last week was abysmal. But you know who else is bad? I'm a Daniel Bryan mark, by you the way. Who, Just for the record, for the new listeners, yeah. Dan Black is a Daniel Bryan mark. Jason Shapiro couldn't like him at like. I less. like him just fine. He's good. He's B plus. He's DB plus. <laughs> yeah. He's he's good, but it's the Emperor's New Clothes. He's not as good as everyone says. He's not Stone Cold people. Okay. Ronda Rousey. There we go. Ronda Rousey. 
on commentary was very lackluster. You know who else is really bad at doing commentary? Stephanie McMahon. You ever hear her do commentary? <laughs> yeah, we've talked it's about it. It's terrible. So some people just can't do commentary. And Ronda's already not a vocal talent. But this promo, I think, was objectively good. And once it got physical, she was a genius Well, in also, the storytelling of this segment, um, I, this was a, I, what was this not called a contract signing? What, what was it? it was I don't a know what it was. It was, it was a showdown. The summit was on uh, yeah, SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know um, Is the storytelling was like, in WWE, there's moves that you're not going to be ready for. Yep. And then Nia headbutted her, yep. and she wasn't ready it for was it. And then she still recovered. Awesome. It was fantastic. Awesome storytelling. And then telling. also, Nia, she was able to roll Nia into an armbar, which was made Nia look cool, good, yeah. too, from a smarky perspective. Like, sure. That's not that easy to do that role for a woman her size. Sure. Um, so... That was that was great. The segment was good. I'm excited to see what happens in that match. Think about it like that. Like you're excited to see it's same thing as Brock. It's like you're excited to see like when is he gonna lose this belt? Right. Ronda, it's like, what are they gonna do with her? Is she gonna win the belt? If she won the belt right away, like it's not uh, that big a deal. Let me deal. tell you something. I'd be fine with it. I'd yeah. be fine with it. They she's gonna be a big deal because she's already a big deal. Once they figure it out that they don't need to make her like wave into the crowd and smiling and being everyone's best friend, once they figure that out, which they will, right. she's gonna work like crazy. Her look is great. Uh, her outfit is great. That leather jacket with the Roddy print with the plaid inside is great. It's working, man. Ron, I don't care wh- what you think. I know it best because I'm a professional, and I'm telling you, Ronda Rousey works. Okay. Um, we'll just blow through a couple SmackDown points. They'll just sure. be bullet points. Ready? I mean, we don't have time. We don't have that theme song. Okay. Uh, so SmackDown. Uh, right out the gate, SmackDown engaged me more than Raw, just in the sense that, like, right when they started, they go Shelton Benjamin versus Daniel Bryan. I was sure. like, man, I would pay to go see that match. Yeah. Jeff sure. Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Good this stuff. is how they started SmackDown. It was great. Being like, and then like Samoa Joe versus Rusev. Like, those are exciting. Awesome. Like, you're like, awesome. Match. All right, awesome. And they were all good. They know they how to book their talent. Absolutely. Over there. Yeah. So you're just like SmackDown. That's the cool thing about SmackDown. You don't have Randy Orton gumming up the works. Hey. You You've replaced him with Daniel Bryan. That's what's cool. This summit thing was so terrible to me. The opening segment on SmackDown. It was cool that they had the women open SmackDown, but I really didn't. The iconics were bad for the first time, in my opinion. I've never been that sold you, on them. You've never been sold on them. But they're fine. They said something that's kind of racist. They were like, I'm Irish. It was like that's kind not of, racist. Eh, it was just weird. It was, it's uh, weird. Know, racist. The it was crowd like, kind of bristled at it. The crowd was yeah. like, hey, cut it out. Um, one thing they you do know, is, they, they said, I'm an Irish. I'm an Irish. Yeah, that's yeah. What they it was, said. the wording was weird. Yeah, it sounded derogatory. Um, Daniel Bryan jump roping. I loved it, by the way. This is the stuff about Dan- Daniel Bryan behind yeah. stage jump roping. And his segments are always like, I work harder than other people and I stay in shape. And it's I little- will submit you. His branding works really well for me. It's a little on the nose to show this guy jump roping. He was jump roping. You Watch it. Like, not just jump roping shitty. Like, I'm two sure- legs at it. Like, look, it was awesome. He's, he's a very he's- good jump roper. Yeah. Okay, but but I it's don't- better than him cutting a promo. I, look, anything. If he pl- if he made Cat's Cradle with a str- sp- piece of string on his hands, it'd be better than him well, cutting a promo. Shin to the dome when your mama ain't home. Shin to the dome when your mama ain't home. I don't Honestly, have that drop. It's not even that bad of a line for this guy. He's B plus. All right, I like Daniel Bryan. I think he should Shin to the dome. I like, but when your mama ain't home, don't it's like. So, you talk about something. Party. You talk about something being forced. Tattoo. You talk about something being forced. Da- everything that comes out of Daniel Bryan's mouth is forced. What's this dude? Um, Daniel. Jeff Hardy, did he have paint on yeah, his neck? Yeah, he painted oh. his neck. That's okay, not a, I was like, is that a tattoo? I couldn't a, see. No, it was such a like a viscous, thick paint on his neck. It was crazy. Um, Carmella, I, she's repeating the same things over and over. I want more. Tra- I want her to just be doing trashy, more trashy sure, stuff. Sure, sure. The sure, writing, sure. I want that more fun. Like I want Carmella to be like. I don't know. What, what's something trashy she could do? Uh, she could Drinking be a 40. Day, day <laughs> drinking with her mom? I don't know. Yeah, like something like getting her hair done when they're interviewing her or right. something. Like, yeah. I just want getting Ta- her hair bleached. Like, more. I just want a little more. Talking down Juke to people. Talking down to wait staff or something. Not not tipping well, but pretending that you tip well. 
Yeah, cool. All right, that's 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 basic. We covered so much. We this covered week. We had lot. money in the bank. We we didn't do predict. Does Shinsuke win the belt? That's the last thing. That's a big prediction, and I'm gonna say no. I think Shinsuke wins the I belt. I think a lot of people think he wins, and I don't think he. And does. He won't win it clean. It'll be like a bunch of uh, dick punches. Dick. It'll be a lot of low blows in a right. row. Maybe like a bunch because they're legal. Yeah. It's this match is set up for AJ to lose in a way that makes him look good, and totally. Shinsuke's ready for the title. Look, he's you already have, older talent. Like it's and like he's doing some great work. He, he is yeah. doing great work. He finally works for me, and yeah. that's the thing. You not only does he work, he's like awesome. He's now. awesome. He's yeah. great. He's great. But you accuse me many times in this podcast of once I have an opinion that I'm stubborn and I'll never change it just because I think DB plus is is not that good. Yeah. But Baron Corbin, I thought needed to be fired. I think he's awesome now. Shinsuke Nakamura, I, no one was more confused why people pretended to like this guy than me. He was. I don't like his move set. His character made no sense as a face. People were just cheering him. Because they thought it'd be cool to cheer the guy who's from the other organization to show how cool they were. Right. But now it finally were As a heel, it all makes sense. The facial expressions, the weird squiggling, the <laughs> this goofy little juking and jiving he does works when he's a weirdo heel. And he's so funny with the pen running out of ink, his facial expressions. I'm finally on board with Shinsuke. I've changed my mind. If he won the belt, I wouldn't be upset, but I don't think he's going to. Listen, I don't game plan. I improvise. And I'm going to improvise your arm off. Anyway, that'll do it for the podcast this week, Shebs. Thanks for coming in. Uh, if we didn't get to your cash-in, we had a lot of cash-ins this week, and we had a lot to cover this week. We're going to get to more of them next week when we're back in studio, and I got the full setup here in New York. Thank you to Sophie, the engineer, for just being patiently masturbating during this whole episode. <laughs> Taking it slow. And helping me set up the soundboard and get in this episode. To our new listeners, welcome Jabroniacs. Join our Facebook page, Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page. For, talk about wrestling for in the morning under his eye. Um, you can join that <laughs> now um, and, and, and talk about this podcast and get your uh, opinions in there. We have a Money in the Bank prediction thread going there. You can be a ca- crown the official cow champion till the next pay-per-view. The prediction champion, Jebs, you got to get in there because you love predicting. I love predicting, and I'm pretty good at it. Awesome. Um, if you uh, want to follow us on Twitter, we're at COW Podcast. You can also check out my stand-up clip that I've been teasing here if you haven't seen it. It's there, very check funny. It out. It's very funny. Send it to your friends if they like wrestling or, your friends, or your friends who like sports. And you're trying to convince them to watch wrestling. Yeah. This is the argument. That was a lot of the shares. A lot of people were like, this is why I like wrestling. Yeah, it really resonates with, with people. I think it's an awesome clip. If you haven't seen it, do yourself Absolutely. a favor. Absolutely. Follow me on Twitter at DBlackAttack. And um, you can, uh, if you want to support the show, get access to those Patreon episodes, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. We have t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash comedians of wrestling. You can get yourself a cow t-shirt. I'm wearing one right now. Shebs has one. He's not wearing it. He's chosen to wear a Randy Orton shirt instead of the cow merch. The RKO NWO shirt. It's great. Shebs, anything you want to plug? I'm the legend killer. Uh, Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shabiro. That's S-H-E-B-I-R-O. Sierra Hotel Echo Bravo India Romeo Oscar. Uh, I have a show on SiriusXM Radio on the comedy channel Raw Dog 99. The Raw Report. Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. L.A. time. We chop it up with some of the funniest comics in New York. It's a good time. Uh, I'm directing a UCB show, and this is on the UCB Comedy Network, right? So I'm directing Maud Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arch Nemesis' uh, show is the Monday after Pride uh, here in New York City, 9.30 p.m. Check me out. All right. Awesome. Hey, Thomas Middle the Jeff, up Monday on the main feed. Check it out. Hey. Everybody, Jabroniacs, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 